This is your announcer Chuck Landington, welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Noah's birthday was this week and, as a gift, the rest of the Livecast crew got her her own podcast, where she can talk 25% of the time. Congratulations. Here's the show. Birthday Noah! Birthday Noah! Birthday Noah! By the way, that's not our podcast. That's a separate podcast, and you still can only talk. And you're the only one on the podcast, so it's 75% dead air and then 25% you talking. Yeah, I mean, that sounds about right. I only have 25% of things to say anyway. Great. It works out fine. It's the Metal Injection Livecast. Yeah. I got a lot of great gifts this year. Really appreciate. Yeah. I ate a penis cake. Actually, I'm eating a cream pie. My favorite. Cream pie. Oreo cream pie. Delicious Oreo it? cream pie that Darren and Jennifer got me. It looks great. It is intense. It tastes great. I mean, it is just sugar in cream form. Yeah. If you want to eat a diet cake, don't go to Cuccio's Bakery. There's such a thing. Cucci. Why, why, why would there be a diet cake? cake? What's yeah, come why? on? I don't know. Ain't no half-stepping. If you're health-conscious. Did you go to Cuccio's because it has the word cooch in it? No. And it's for me? It's just a coincidence. But that is the go-to bakery in South Brooklyn. I love it. Mm. On Avenue X. And this is not a live read, by the way. Are they one of those bakeries that refuses to do gay weddings? No, Not that I know of. I don't want to say no. They might be. Next time you go, you should ask. Just see what the reaction is. Would you still eat a cake from there if they were? Yes, if I'm not paying for it, I'll eat whatever. I don't care. <laughs> but you're supporting them. It would be hard to, to go there, though. It would be hard. To, I would feel very dirty. I would. I agree. I, I would abandon. All jokes aside. There's plenty not, of other bakeries. Would you rather not know then? Kind of. I would say, rather not know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. When it comes to cakes. There's That's a Chick-fil-A right. in Manhattan that I There's going to be like a bunch of them now. There are, yeah, like, yeah, there already are a bunch of them. There's what? two next to my job. How do you feel about eating Chick-fil-A? I I'll don't. eat it. My here's here's how the, my I I think there it's fine. I know like people from the south that swear by it. My wife has multiple gay my friends wife. who love eating there. They do not give a fuck. So yeah. If actual gay people are okay eating there, then who am I to? It's endorsed by yeah. gay people. Yeah. Okay. Or at least the, the few that no, I know. I, <laughs> what did they exactly do? I don't know exactly what they, they did. They supported like anti-gay marriage. With, well, the with CEO money, did. with yeah, donations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. My wife. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like chicken sandwiches. Oh, they're so good though. Ugh. They're good. But I, mean, I just love fried chicken. I think that's it, like one of my... If it's fried chicken, foods. that's fine. If it's grilled chicken, I'm not really into it. Well, they have fried chicken. That's their thing, the fried chicken sandwich. With like uh, they got a little less spicy a chicken a sandwich with a little pickle, a little mayonnaise. I would mm. just rather eat the fried chicken on its own, not in sandwich. Form. I see, I see. They don't have that. No, that's not. Well, then I won't go there. Yeah. Fair enough. One place you did go <laughs> is to some so bar, satisfied. some bar in Times Square to watch <laughs> UFC. Oh, that's go? right. Now, can I, I? I had no inkling. Whatsoever that you cared about UFC at all. Neither did Noah. <laughs> until until Saturday night. No, so I cared this, about it before. Well, she's taking jujitsu classes, yeah. so it's probably part of the deal. You have to be to UFC. No. Well, how, how did this happen? How did this happen? Um, with wrestling. So okay, I just enjoy mixed martial arts now that I understand it a little bit better, mm-hmm. and um. The only difference is that I won't watch an MMA fight at home on my own like I would, you know, like an all-day marathon with wrestling. Okay. And it's better for me to watch it with friends. And I have a friend of mine who I work with who 
programmed the combat sports channel and he knows all about the fights and the fighters and the history and stuff. So he came along and mm-hmm. he explained it and it's a lot more interesting. Yeah, it was definitely. You. Yeah, I agree. Like uh, Ricky was his name, right? Ricky. Yes. Uh, he. It was definitely like I agree with Noah. Like I could I can't see myself ever watching it alone, mm-hmm. but in a communal environment, it's not so bad. Because also it moves so slowly. Yeah. Like the fight at maximum is like usually like 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Then there's at least 20 to 30 minutes of downtime in between the fights where and they'll show like a they'll show like a 10 minute recap, which I appreciate because as someone who's, who, you know, barely knows a lick about UFC, it was like a good way to. OK, so this is the story of the match, quote unquote. Right. right. But then there's still 10 more minutes of just wide shots of the crowd. Yeah, it's like any boxing like, pay-per-view. Just like get to it. Let's go. Yeah. It's like it, it made me appreciate the pacing of wrestling. But when yeah. the fighting was well, happening, it helps when it's all predetermined. Yeah, oh, you could plot it out. Sure, way you would think Wait, it would help, but a lot of these shows drag the fuck on. <laughs> yeah, they still drag. Uh, WrestleMania still drag, but <laughs> the fights were interesting, and it was interesting to see, like, well, especially with Ricky explaining like the technique of like what the fighters are going yes. through. It's like, oh, it's not just it's not two just guys like pummeling, someone yeah, pummeling each other, or like beating um, each other's faces. And now that I take jujitsu and I understand, like leverage and all that stuff when i see um a fighter who has studied it it's like way more exciting to see it in action yeah how many affliction shirts do you have now <laughs> none what and they let you into shirts. okay tap out. i knew it had to be I'm, one of the I'm a tap, tap out, out actually tap out is the wwe brand now oh, that's right. reebok is the official no so what about affliction what do they have just the entourage movie no testament <laughs> Right. Affliction do like metal. Rock they guys. don't. They're not. There's no other brand allowed in UFC but Reebok now because they have an exclusive deal. Hmm. Uh-huh. I have to get rid of my old pump sneakers now. One thing I, I would like to mention though is we, Uh-oh. you know, we were watching the main event, and I, I would like to point out that Noah was sober this entire night. She did not drink. She did not I smoke weed. The, what did you eat? She had some caffeine in the form of iced tea. Maybe that counts. Yes. <laughs> but we had like like we had a lot of Cheese gross fries bar and gravy. food. Yeah. Mozzarella sticks, mm. those potato skins. The that potato was just, skins oh my with God. bacon, disco fries, <laughs> disco fries. <laughs> I, I had some chicken fingers, guacamole. Chicken fingers. Oh yeah, we had a lot of guac and some cheesecake. Yeah. Oh, the cheesecake. <laughs> but anyway, so it was. Yes. It, to be fair, it was like midnight, and we were like both like, "All right, let's make it through this." <laughs> we're already here for the main event. Might as well yes stick it out. And you know, we're watching it. And Noah keeps going like, Ugh. oh, so it's 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 uh, John Jones versus uh, Ovin St. Prue. So it's Jones versus St. Prue. You made that name up. St. Prue. That's, that's not a name. That's, that's not his name. name. Yes, yeah. it is. That's his last name. Anyway. Sounds made up. So we're watching. St. Prove it. Yeah, and, seriously. And so like, okay, it's not necessarily the most aggressive fight. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like, you know, dancing around and like, you know, random strikes, but like nothing like intense action. Right. And Noah keeps going, man, you know, St. Prue is really, like, dominating this fight. And I remember in my, like, at this point, it is 12 o'clock, so I am very stoned. I'm a little buzzed, and I'm like, am I not understanding the concept of UFC? Because to me, it really seems like Jones is winning. And to be fair, Ricky was also like, yeah, you know, he has good strategy, but he really has to, like, Ricky come was out. being very nice about yeah, it. Yeah, very nice. He was like, Ricky, he really has to come out and, like, and like start attacking because it's yeah. a very slow-paced path. 
and going on. And I'm like even looking at the graphics and it's like number of strikes, Jones, 100, St. Prue, 40. And I'm like, that has to count for something, right? How is St. Prue? Uh, Wait. And then, okay, so the the fight is over uh, and then and then John and, Jones wins. Yeah. And then Noah, what do you say? You, you go... Oh, I thought that John Jones was the other guy. <laughs> she thought Jones was St. Prue and St. Prue was Jones. She had them both confused the, the entire time. fight. <laughs> because I don't know what these guys look like. This is really, you know, like I don't follow it as closely as I do wrestling. They all look like rapists. <laughs> That's the stock. Were any of them wearing jeans? No, nobody oh, was wearing okay. jeans. Not even to the ring and then they changed it to something else? Mm-mm. No, they would all have like Reebok, like athletic apparel. On. Did you flip for any of them? <laughs> Yes, I flipped for... Um. There were no Callisto. <laughs> she almost said the wrong name again. Oh, yeah, Callisto. Uh, St. Prue. Callisto St. Prue. Well, now we flip for Apollo. Because Apollo's like flipping all over the place. Oh, yeah. Oh, Apollo Cruz? Yes. He's good. He's talented. Very much. But I had a good time. I think it's pronounced Apoyo. It's like a chicken. Right? Cruz, C-R-U-Z. Arroz con pollo. Con apoyo. Why'd you pick that accent up? You actually said that pretty close to right. Yeah, it was good. I took Spanish for like eight years. I know how to pronounce the words. But that was like 20 years ago. That's true. My memory's coming back now that I'm not smoking weed. Oh my Uh, God, I wonder what else. You're going to remember that you were like sexually abused or something. All I know is it's great for this show. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we should say that Sean came to my birthday. Oh, speaking of sexual abuse. (laughs) (laughs) We had a really nice time. And rape. <laughs> yep. How'd that go? After party at his place? Um, He tried to get us to come back to his place to uh, hang out on his patio. Us who? No, no. He said like some other time. I thought that was the royal us, yeah. meaning you alone. <laughs> no, no, no. No, there was no, no sexual tension. It was just friendly. I mean, then again, I would have How about between you and Sean? Oh, so much sex. So, so many unanswered questions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Episode title. <laughs> so many unanswered questions. By the way, we have a great guest. We have uh, a segment of Beyond the Band. We haven't done one of these in a while. And we have Alex Martell. He is the promoter and the organizer and the creator of Amnesia Rock Fest, which is a huge Canadian festival. Do you and relate to have... Rick Martell? Well, that's going to be one of my first questions. We discussed that before the show. That's definitely going to be asked. He's Canadian and his name is Martell. I mean, okay. there's got to be at least a chance, hmm. right? Sherry? Something. <laughs> Rest in peace. I, I assume Rick Martel more so than uh, was Sherry it, Canadian. Uh, was she, no, I don't think no. She's from the Minnesota. Okay, so well, she was with two L's anyway. So. Okay. Yeah, and that's going to be in in Montebello, Canada, on June twenty fourth and June twenty fifth. Lots of bands. There's like like so, every uh, band. Like not basically. just metal. There's like. A ton of hip hop and, and punk and alternative and hardcore and Limp Bizkit and corn as well. So it's I like when exciting. you sort by humor, it still shows like bands like Twisted Sisters listed under well, humor for some reason. For good reason. Like, oh man, my god, this <laughs> website is snarky. Snyder's funny. And Cookie the Clown, uh, Fat Mike. Cokey the Clown. Oh, Cokey the Clown. Sorry, Cokey the Clown will be there too. <laughs> <laughs> the Out out in the parking lot. We'll be making animal balloons. Yeah. Uh, but you know that's in June. Coming up a little before June mm. is the Mother's Day. Uh-huh. Oh, and what happens then? And uh, we have a special Mother's Day announcement, Tara. 
Mom has always been an expert on everything. Cooking, relationship advice, fixing your cuts and bruises. Rob, what's your uh, Mama Raba an expert Mama on? Raba is an expert in many things, like telling me how to live my life, but also cooking <laughs> amazing meals. Holodiets? She doesn't cook the holodiets. Oh. She buys. She knows where to pick out the best holodiets. Don't though. you listen to the show, Derek? And, uh, <laughs> Some parts we try to block out, the holodiets parts. But, uh, but I love my Mama Raba, and I always try to make her Mother's Day special. Well, the one thing you can't go to her for advice on is what to get her for Mother's Day. But not to worry, you look like an expert on Mother's Day when you use Pro Flowers. Get Mom 100 Blooms with a free glass vase for $19.99 plus shipping and handling. Or make her day extra special, upgrade to a premium vase and add gourmet chocolates for just $9.99 more. Go to ProFlowers.com today and use the code METAL. You know, it's really hard to shop for Mother's Day for my mom because she usually hates anything I get her, but she always, always loves some nice flowers and a little bit of the chocolate. Pro flowers are guaranteed to be fresh and beautiful for at least seven days or your money back. You choose the delivery date you want, and it's guaranteed. It's a no-brainer. And we should say that Pro Flowers sent us a beautiful bouquet of purple flowers. I don't know exactly what the oh, type is. Of print. I didn't see that. Oh, yes. Rest in peace. Mm. And um, I got them in a nice box from Pro Flowers. I very easily opened up the box. I didn't even need to break a nail or take scissors out. Mm -hmm. Um, There were instructions that came along with it. I got to cut the stems one inch, and I filled the glass vase with some water and poured in the plant food. And voila, I have a beautiful bouquet of flowers now for us. Here is the only way to get 100 blooms with a free glass vase starting at 19.99. All you got to do is visit proflowers.com, click the blue microphone in the top right corner and type in metal. That's proflowers.com. You click on the microphone and type in metal. Remember, Mother's Day is next week. Order today. This offer expires Friday at midnight. proflowers.com, promo code metal. Oh, we're so good at these. <laughs> yeah, so I did like great post. there. D- don't be. You're so humble sometimes, Noah. You know, you really give <laughs> it's yourself called confidence. Little, give yourself a little credit. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, a lot of deaths this week. <laughs> I guess you can send flowers yeah. also yeah. on, you know, for death. Send yeah, flowers to uh, Prince's Mansion and something. China. Poor China. Oh, poor China. China got like three hours to herself before Prince died. And Even yeah. in death, yeah. she couldn't. That's get about what she way. deserved. Yeah. Come on, no, not not in a bad way that she was a bad person, but relative celebrity. Do you see? Apparently, her agent was about to get her on that intervention show. Yeah. Oh, and oh she died right? right before. Wow. He could get her on yeah. there. What oh. if that would have revitalized her career and her life? Well, she just needed to clean up the the thing that sent her back into. Addiction apparently was because she wasn't invited to the Hall of Fame this year. Oh, and Vince bum- McMahon has blood on his hands yet again. It bummed her out so much that she canceled all her plans to Dallas because you know they have like those independent oh. conventions, independent oh. of WWE. So she had all these appearances lined up as because she couldn't go to the Hall of Fame. It like she was like I don't even want to be seen in that like I like it crushed her so much. As much as I would like to blame Vince McMahon, I don't. Do you really think that would kill somebody? Like, I, I don't know. I feel like. Well, I'm I not, think she had to be down that, that road well, one yeah. way or the other. Yeah, exactly. like she obviously had emotional problems. Like, I'm right. not. This is not. I'm not at all implying this is WWE's fault. It's mm. nobody's fault but her own. Of course, and her dealer. 
Probably <laughs> probably. Well, the pharmaceuticals, that's probably but, what it was. Yeah. You know, her, her, her doctor. Her doctor, yeah. 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 And Sean. Definitely Sean's fault. <laughs> oh, definitely. Grazines. He was yeah, all I mean, over there. He's, he's in here. that sex tape with her, right? <laughs> that's Sean Waldman. Oh. oh. Different Sean. <laughs> Wait, what? X-Pac. I thought the whole reason we had Sean Gresson's on the show is because he was X-Pac. No. no. Why the fuck did we ever have that guy on the show? Look, Sid, just because he was telling you to suck it doesn't mean that he oh, was Oh, God. They're all for nothing. <laughs> it's an experiment. But, uh, <laughs> so ju- just for those who don't know, the abbreviated version is, you know, China was this pretty iconic <laughs> pretty no it's not pretty rel- no oh, oh come, come on, on. Uh, I, I, uh, this she iconic she was a, a stark example of the limitations of plastic surgery yes, oh <laughs> come on guys are we gonna now only say nice things come about on. it because she died I mean I'm not I'm not I'm not saying she was a terrible I wouldn't person. have said these things uh, if she was still alive <laughs> okay I, fair enough but anyway so she uh, she was an awesome wrestling character I feel and at mm. the time you know, the only female that like could go toe to toe with the guys and like kind of like a Wonder Woman esque mm-hmm. wrestling character who gave guys crotch shots. Terrible wrestler. <laughs> terrible yes. wrestler. I'm not uh, gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say she was great. Oh come on, Rob. <laughs> but <laughs> but when used properly, it, she was a part of a lot of exciting storylines. I think she was great as a valet and like part of a DX performer. Yeah. 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 I have no problem. I just, she was in that, shouldn't have wrestled, I think. To a point like I enjoyed like okay. she had that match with uh, Pat Patterson and Gerald Briscoe. Yeah, like it was like a side like show the comedy thing, yeah. match. Yeah, but once she seriously started wrestling like Chris Jericho, or whatever, it was like I can't. Like yeah. you're did not. Did she wrestle any women? Eventually, she did start wrestling women because they didn't want to put her with the guys, and because guys didn't want to wrestle her. Yeah, right? guys didn't want to like lose to her, or, like you know, be or like... even be competitive with yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And so she went, but at the same time, the women they had at the time were all of these like. Bikini models, yeah. And so they were significantly smaller than her. And it was like, there was no match. You know, like she would just plow through them. So it was a very short-lived moment of her wrestling women. And then her contract came up. And it was at this time that uh, apparently, so she was dating Triple H. And then in the storylines, Triple H and Stephanie linked up. And then eventually, behind the scenes, in real life, they started dating for real. On the oh. DL. Right. And China didn't know about this. And then shortly after Triple H broke up with her, she found out through the grapevine that he's dating Stephanie mm-hmm. and her contract was up. So she goes to Vince McMahon, mentions all of this, how does she thinks this is wrong, that they won't be, blah, blah, blah. Oh. And then basically they just shut her out of WWE. They like wow. don't renew her contract, never... Talk to her again. Never, she never worked in WWE again. That seems to be like. Why would you go to Vince McMahon with this like personal yeah. shit? Who cares? Go to HR. Especially when it's his daughter. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. And he's here's not to take thing. your side. Here, yeah, like, and the other thing is, you know, we're only kind of hearing China's side of the story. Like, yeah. for all we know, you know, with the emotion, she could have psychological. Like, you know, she well, might she not. She probably a, went in there and like broke the table or something. Exactly. Like we don't know what happened, yeah. so they might have had their reasons. Is what I'm trying to say. So can't. I'm not trying to lay all the blame on the McMahons, mm-hmm. but so then last year, Austin, Steve Austin interviewed Triple H and asked him live oh. during a live interview if he would ever yes. consider inducting China into the Hall of Fame. First time China has been mentioned in a decade. Go Steve or Austin. Whatever. Yeah, go Steve for sure. And then Triple H kind of was like, he was, you know tiptoeing around the issue, giving her her due that, you know, she was a trailblazer and blah, blah, blah. But 
he goes like, I have a seven year old child, and, and what does that mean? If she googles China, she's gonna see she's those gonna... flappity pussy lips. Terrified. He didn't phrase it like <laughs> that. Something else. There. Got freaking Sylvester Stallone practicing boxing on those things. Oh my goodness. I have never seen that. Oh, Google it, Noah. Google, oh, Google it. What, what do I search? China pussy lips? <laughs> do it! It's China with a Y. That's a drop. <laughs> just, just edit out the China. Just what do I search? Wait, Black China pussy hamster. What, what? what is that? Black China is, is uh, like a, a booty model. Okay. <laughs> Look up uh, China clit dick. That's what's suggested in the chat. That doesn't look too crazy. <laughs> I can't get Rocky out of my head now. <laughs> <laughs> China, come over here. Clint like a speed bag. China, get up on this stool. Yeah. That was the Rocky movie they should have made. And she'd Rocky still China. be alive. Yeah. Wait, China did porn? I didn't know that. Oh, she did a so, with so after doing, No, not only that, she signed a Vivid contract, oh, so there's did? like... The China Rumble, where it's like all of these cosplay wrestlers go, put, doing a train on her. Yeah. Oh, I and didn't know like other. That. But it was like, like Ric Flair and Macho oh. Man, Hulk Hogan, all these parody wrestlers. And then there was just like a straight up China porn, like not. With just like a random dude? Random dude porn. Stars. I didn't know about it. I just thought knew about the sex tape. The no, so she, she was kind of active in porn a little. So that was, he was like, <sighs> we can't have, you know, it's just like the type of company we are. We can't do that and ever since then that like kind of like flipped her off she like you know posted these video messages and that i'm sure were very coherent and it, it didn't help her case yeah. but what about i mean and i'm not saying that's not a valid argument in a sense but like why would triple h be in the hall of fame then if you turn on wwe and he's like giving his you know a suck it and all sure or a convicted rapist like mike tyson yeah. in the hall yeah. of fame it's, it's just or a, jimmy snooker who is Possibly a murderer, right? Hulk Hogan, a racist. So but in all, in all fairness, it wasn't like, those, those people were inducted before. Yeah, but well, like, not Mike Tyson. Yeah, not Mike. Right, Mike Tyson. Right, Mike Tyson's right. the exception. You're right. But um, can I just very quickly say, since I am looking at China's vagina in all different images, China, China vagina, China vagina, China vagina. Sort it's, of. It's like not as grotesque as I thought it would be. Like her her clitoris is you, not you get a penis. Up in that? Are you looking at it in Playboy? Oh no, I'm not. It, okay, I was going to say no. It, okay, because in Playboy, I was going to say it was, it was severely airbrushed. Yeah, they shaved. Well, that the thing one down. I feel like we're talking about the what she looked like in that sex tape with. Yeah, uh, Xbox. Oh, which John, we saw her, like I saw like five seconds. of Not that, her finest I, hour. I had to turn it off. It was when I when I, it was at my job. It was actually played. Oh, what? And Wait, what? I worked at in Virgin? a yeah. I worked in a retail store, and uh, and they it, we it was after hours. They put it up on a giant screen. Oh, oh, so it was just like for the guy, like hey, everyone gather around and get for that. Yeah, it was That's like you report that to HR. Was <laughs> no, HR was down there. <laughs> it was a very loose atmosphere. All right, but we should uh, we should. It's just yeah, loose atmosphere is the name of the sex tape. Right? Yeah, <laughs> loose everything. Uh, let's get to our guest right now. He's calling in. What a lead in. <laughs> uh, Alex, is that you? Uh, what? Hello. Who is the five six two? Yes. Oh, sorry. This is Mario. Mario. Oh, this is not our yeah. guest. 
Oh, good. That would have been embarrassing. Why are you at a call center? No, I'm at my parents' house and phone with me. So it's I just got off of work, so I have no idea what's going on today. We were just talking about China's vagina, and, and then penis. you you uh, put oh. that conversation to a halt. Uh, I apologize. Um, I have, uh, I guess, a thing maybe later. Um, Get to the point. Fisting. Fisting. Who did you uh, fist? A friend. A friend story. Why do you assume this he is, was the fister? True. <laughs> no, I'm. I'm not into it. Okay. It's just a, a quick little thing. Go ahead. Um, I was at a pizza place with my friends and my friend Star, who is a uh, trans transgender person. A transient, um, a homeless transgender person. No. <laughs> no, she. Well, Star is. Uh, she goes by a gender or whatever gender neutral. Okay. But uh, we're all eating pizza. Everything's fine. And then she goes, I've been fisted. Out of nowhere like that? Out of, yeah, pretty much. And Just like someone quiet. snuck in under the chair and did it while you're eating the pizza? <laughs> That's like a conversation RKO out of nowhere. Please call an ambulance. There's a fist in my ass right this, now. This pizza's delicious. I've Whoa. had a fist in my asshole. How did this fist get maybe, here? Maybe she just sat on a thing of garlic powder. Is that possible? <laughs> I've been fisted and my ass smells terrible. Or delicious. Yeah. Depending on whether or not you like garlic. Yeah. I'm into it. It's like three drops yeah. I just gave you, by the way. Any, uh, so any follow-ups yes. to her comment? Well, it, it went completely quiet. Like the entire like pizza place because I guess she kind of said it a little loud. Uh-huh. Nice. And we're all just kind of looking at her, and then she goes, "There was blood." <laughs> and then she's like, "Oh, okay." There's not. So I don't, don't think there's supposed that. to be blood. I mean, it yeah. depends. Like if she wasn't using lube, it's a very gentle yeah, area. Well, of the rectum. If she's not using lube, then she's not doing it right. I mean, uh, aren't, this is not the type of thing you rush into. Isn't it very easy to break like capillaries in yeah. your yes. ass, though? Anyway, yeah. let alone fisting. I mean, anything. Oh no, I feel if it's lubed up, it kind of it creates like a layer on the nerve, maybe, so it doesn't really get. There. Maybe the person doing the fisting didn't take their rings off. Oh, oh. or they had rings. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she ate jalapenos right before. Oh, oh that you know, that's a good point. Sorry, I don't want to say I, you didn't say uh, trans man or trans woman. So I'm saying she. I'm assuming it's a trans um, woman. Well, I go by she. Often you do? Because I when I met, huh? What? You go by she? <laughs> no. I just want to make sure to his, to his friend. Congratulations, Mario. But you oh, did say God. you did say that they were agender, so that wouldn't yeah. be she. What right. would be it the be right they. term? They really? I, yeah. There has to yeah, be a better solution. Than no, that. that's day. what they're like. I, I, I'm sure you're right. I just think there has to be a better way to. Well, solve what would it, it be? I don't like, know. I don't it, have the answer. It can't be it. I'm not it. Derogatory. Yeah, no. I'm not saying it. So it has to be they. There's no they. So it's that's a, like plural. But it's a gender Darn. neutral program. That's so fine. I think yeah. there should be a gender. But they make yo. a new one. Make a new one. Yo, yo, yo. yo. I'm over here. So Mike Francesa called. No, he would say it. Mons. He would say it. Mons. I think it should be Mons. <laughs> Get your agender ass up on a stool. Let me bang on your uh, coolions a little bit, like Rocky. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Back after this. <laughs> <laughs> he just randomly throws it back after this, like, yeah, like honey, uh, just at home. Yeah, yeah just, 
How did you uh, close your window? You did all right. Good. Back after this. Honey, were those, were those, uh, were those clams any good? I got to go drop a deuce. Back after this. <laughs> it's good, though, because whenever he goes to the bathroom, you get a 2020 sports update. <laughs> Here's Mink, man. Here's Mink, man. I'm going to go poop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mikey Francesa, always good for laughs and nothing else, literally, yeah, just to laugh at. Yeah. Now, now, if your friend, if they came up to you and uh, asked you to fist them, would you, Mario? Uh, the situation has come. Um, the situation has come up. Sorry. Wait, hold on. Breaking You're up, breaking up at the best Hold part up. of the conversation. He's, uh, he's under an overpass with a transient right now. <laughs> Wait, Mario, so, what were you um, saying? Okay, so, now we hear you. Sar, okay, I just went to my room. Perfect. Um, Sar is a very sexual person. Mm. And when she's drinking, she hits on everyone. Mm-hmm. And one time we went to a, a club, like just me and a bunch of our friends, and, and Sar was there. And she's grinding on us and like, okay, trying to get away. And she grabs me by the um, the belt loops and kind of p- pulls me back in and it just kind of does all this shit. And it's like when when Sarah was still like going by a girl, she used to go by Sarah. Mm-hmm. That was how she was born. And that was when I met her. And she was okay looking. She was all right. But then now she looks more masculine than anything. So it's like, uh, I'm kind of not into it. But would you have you had sex with a trans person? No. Would no, you haven't. have sex with a trans? Of course person? he would. I want him um, to say. It. To be honest, I'm not all that sure. Uh, if it was, if if the trans person was good looking enough, maybe, and it, I like them for who they are. It looks like the hottest woman you've Bailey ever seen. Bailey J. Well, I, I didn't Ooh. want to give him because that might not be his turn on. Oh, yeah, so let's true. just say the, okay. the woman that's the most picture uh, Rob with slightly less facial hair. Which is the Rob sister. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, burn! You don't even know her. Why is that burn? It's not really a burn. She doesn't look anything like me. But, but it's a burn because he's saying your your sister has only slightly less facial hair than you. <laughs> the thing is, when he said that, Rob nodded. <laughs> I didn't nod. Yes, you did. We were looking at facial hair. I wasn't even looking at you. I was looking at the computer. Slightly okay. less facial hair than you would be like Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> How dare you, Mario? <laughs> See, I made him realize that you dissed his sister. Pierce Brosnan is a handsome man. Yeah, I'm yeah. not saying, but for for a woman to be called Pierce Brosnan is not <laughs> a handsome good. lady. I'd rather Pierce Brosnan than China. We'll say that right <laughs> now. Well, it's like six of one, half a dozen of the other. It's two men. Yeah. What? So what was so, it? So it depends on looks for you. It's all about looks. Right. No, well, it's, it's it's looks and personality. I was going to ask. Well, I I guess the point of my question did not get across. Mm-hmm. So I'll rephrase it. The idea of them being a trans person is not a turnoff or a barrier in any way, right? It's it wouldn't be a barrier just because I I feel like you should give anyone a chance. That's very yeah. open minded of you. Very nice. Yeah. But them being ugly would be a barrier. Anyone but ugly people a should have a chance. <laughs> So you're, if I liked her personality enough, I would go for ugly. So you're progressive but shallow, is what we can say. <laughs> That's good. That's better than... Uh, 
I'm not super shallow, like I don't think. But I, I was mean, just joking. Don't don't get all personal. <laughs> <laughs> also, what is ugly to one person is beautiful to another. So. Right, but exactly. If it's ugly to him, he ain't doing it. <laughs> like, okay. like I I I was with this girl for seven years, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of my friends say that she's not that attractive. And but to me, you know what? She was the most beautiful girl in the world. You did know? did they say that matters. to you while you were with her? Uh, not really. Okay, because that would be sort Just of fucked because, up. Like, yeah, that would be fucked up. Well, I think that uh, beauty could be. There's something to the saying of beauty comes from within because it's like if you connect with a person, that ad, like that's what you think of when you're like, this person's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we yeah. have our guest Speaking on the line. People. Thanks for calling, Mark. Thanks Ooh, for, guest. Woo-hoo. Thanks for calling in. We're going to get him on the line. Mario thinks he's sitting in with the guest. Nope. <laughs> Alex, are you there? Yes. Hello, Alex. Thank you for uh, calling into the Metal Injection live cast. Hello. You're here with Rob, and I have a few other co-hosts. Hi, I'm Noah. Noah's the dog. No, that's a different person. And then we hey, have sorry, Sid. Sorry, I'm a bit late, guys. Oh, no it's problem. Okay. We have Sid, and we also Hello. have Darren. Hi, it's me. And uh, Alex, Hi. Alex, thank you so much for for taking some time. Alex is the creator. Is that a fair to say of uh, Amnesia Rock Fest? Yeah. And Amnesia Rock Fest is happening June 23rd to June 26th in Montebello, Canada, and every band ever is playing this. Alex, first question. Your name is Alex Martell. Any relation to the model Rick Martell? No, not at all. Do you know who the model Rick Martell is? No, I have no idea. Well, look him up. He's a very famous Martell. (laughs) Okay, I'll check it out. What about Oberyn Martell from Game of Thrones? Rest in peace. I've never watched that show, so I have no idea. You gotta idea. keep up with your Mar- Martell history. Yeah, you get on ancestry.com.imdb. You know Some people work hard and they don't have time to watch so much television, Rob. Yeah, I guess that's true. Fair enough, fair it's enough. It's a lot of work to put a festival Rob, together. Rob, this is why you're not creating mega festivals here, because you're too busy watching television. <laughs> Alex, how old, are you, how old are you right now, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 29. 29. So, And you started doing this festival when you were 17. Yeah. So, so that's 12 years. How at 17 did you have the idea to do this festival? Um uh, I lived in my in Montebello my whole life, which is a really small town in the middle of nowhere, so there was just nothing to do here. Um and I, I always had to go to bigger cities to watch concerts and I just figured I'd start a small festival in my hometown it was super small at first like 500 people showed up we had three bands all local and um it just started from there and obviously it became huge so so yeah it's pretty crazy wow and so how so like what was the lineup for the first festival do you remember um, it was just three local bands, mm-hmm. uh, a band called Grimskunk, another one called Yuko, and uh, my own band, which was called uh, Deadly Apples. Deadly Apples? <laughs> yeah. Like a Granny yep. Smith? They're pretty bitter. What's that? Like a Granny Smith? Those are pretty bitter. <laughs> no, like Snow White, right? Yeah. Which is Apple? So, yeah, basically it was a really small lineup, so it's far from what we have now. Right. So, like, now, you know, you have, like, a lot of really big bands, you know, like Blink-182, Corn, Limp Bizkit, like, these these very known bands. And a lot of, like, 
all the way down. Like there's so many. There's something for everyone here because you know Lamb of God, Anthrax, Cannibal Corpse, Misfits, DRI, Black Dahlia Murder, Poison the Well, and you got a lot of hip hop as well. So like, how, when was the what was the first big band that you booked for this festival? Do you remember? Um. Well, the the first American band was uh, Anti Flag. And we actually had Misfits the same year. So those were the two first American bands that we had. So how did you like even get in touch with them? Did you just like look up their email? Did you figure out who their manager was? Like, where do you even begin with that stuff? Um, well, at first it was mostly just Quebec bands, and we ended up getting bigger and bigger bands. And uh, I think someone put me in touch with... Uh, uh, with anti-flags manager or agent, um, so that's how I got them, and then I was put in touch with Misfits' manager, and th- those bands, especially uh, anti-flag, they really loved the festival and they talked about it to tons of bands, agents, managers. So the following year we had way bigger bands like No FX, Slam of God, and uh, a bunch of other bands. So so it just quickly grew like that um, and we just built a reputation so how much of like hands-on do you have today when you put a big festival like this together uh, what do you mean by hands-on like how much are you involved in the whole process of, of putting this together like have you kind of outsourced to, to other people uh, like helping you out or are you like involved in every single aspect of it uh, I'm pretty much involved in everything. I mean, obviously, I have a bigger team now, but I still book uh, the entire lineup myself, um, which is really important to me. Um, and, um, yeah, I'm, I, I try to stay involved in every aspect, for sure. And how do you kind of, like, curate a lineup? Is it based on personal tastes, or do you also take into account, like, band popularity, variety? How How do you come up with it? Um, well, uh, I think we, uh, we need to have that, uh, that variety and, um, we're really, really close to the festival goers. So, you know, we ask them all the time who they want to see and we, we really base the, the lineup on, on what we're asked. Um, and you know, I, I really like to come up with, with some cool ideas for reunions or bands playing full albums uh bands that haven't played here in like 10 or 20 years so yeah i guess it's a mix uh, of all those those things so um have you gotten any like response from like um i don't know what you would call it like the council of montebello about like how much business this has brought in if you, if you said it was kind of like a you know like a quiet town i'm sure that this is really good for local mm-hmm. businesses yeah, it's really it's really crazy. Like most of the local businesses here, pretty much make their year during the Rockfest weekend. That's so amazing. they're really happy. And uh, same things with all the the locals. Like you know, every every square inch of grass is is used for camping or parking or whatever else. So the the whole town basically gets transformed into this giant punk metal party so um and the town is cool with it and they're happy so they're cool with it yeah that's awesome i mean i'm sure the that's that's like such a great like um public service for 
metal and, and, and the music scene and stuff like that. That's great. At what point are you going to run for mayor? Because it seems like you probably win <laughs> at this point. Uh, I guess I'm like the unofficial mayor. Yeah. <laughs> Does that come with a little under the table kind of break? So you know what I mean? All the poutine you can eat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. I was wondering, so, you know, for other people, other budding concert promoters, people who want to maybe not put on a, a big fest like you, but just put on a show. What advice would you give to somebody who wants to start out and, and book their first show? Um, I'd say don't do it because <laughs> it's, it's such a, a hard business. And, you know, for, for the few success stories like, like I've had, and I'm very, very fortunate for that. Like, you know, there's been, I would say hundreds of, of failures because it's really, really hard, you know? Um, so usually I just advise people not to, not to step into, into this, uh, this crazy business um but i love what i do so i'm definitely not complaining but uh yeah it, it takes a special kind of personality to to be able to do this and um and lots of luck as well has um i mean like to to be so astute at like 17 and to understand the importance of networking and putting together a business and stuff like I mean, like, did, did did you have a mentor? Did anyone give you some guidance? Or this was just kind of like a learn-as-you-go process? Um, uh, I mean, uh, I learned as I went. But uh, I've definitely had some mentors over the years, you know. And, you know, I really wanted to learn everything. And I went to, to conventions. And I met with other promoters and other people in the industry trying to understand how, how everything works. So, yeah, it's it's a it's a mix uh, of both. And I think it's great that like um this this really shows for for fans of music and stuff like you don't have to be in a band to be involved in the music scene. Like you can still have that passion drive you to do something else that's like um uh what am I looking for? Like positive for the industry. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but you know, it's it's kind of funny because one of the main reasons why I started it was because uh, I wanted to to play festivals with, with my band, but we really sucked back then, so no one wanted to book us. We were just like a shitty local band, so the only way to do it was to start my own festival and book my own band at my festival, which is kind of funny now. Um, that you know, the, the very first band that played Rockfest was my band, you know, so I opened my own festival the first year. Is your band still together? Um, we, we haven't been active in like five years because Rockfest just blew up uh, and, you know, all, all my time had to go into the festival. But, you know, it's definitely something that I'd like to, um, to, to get back together eventually. So, so are you saying basically it takes all year to book this festival, or do you book other shows around it? It's the only one, but it's it's really lots of work. Like it's it's it really takes one year, and you know as soon as we're done with the the previous year, it just starts right over for the following year. So it's really uh, it's really year round. So it's your running this festival is your full time job. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's been for the past 10 years. That's awesome. And this year, um, Rockfest happens uh, from June 23rd to the 26th. Is that correct? Yeah. 
And um, which, I mean, there's obviously a lot of really, really great bands on this bill, but which one comes to mind when I ask you what's, like, the biggest get of the year? Um, there's so many, it's hard to pick this one. Um, I'd say that I'm, I'm really stoked about Pussifer just, just because, uh, you know, having Maynard James Keenan at Rockfest is, is just insane. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge fan of Tool and the Perfect Circle and, and Pussifer as well. So, and it's actually going to be, uh, their first show ever in the province of Quebec, which wow. is pretty cool. And also, uh, their bass player now is a friend of mine, uh, Paul Barker, who used to be in ministry. So he, he's in Pussy for now. Huh. So, yeah, I guess that, that's my personal pick. That's pretty cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Alex, for taking some time to uh, talk to us. For more info, you can hit up amnesiarockfest.com. And if you ever need a podcast to do a live taping at your festival... We are available for live recordings. Yeah, is there internet connection over there? Because maybe we'll come. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. All right, yeah, well, uh, you can talk to, to, to Emily if you want to set something up. All right, you'll have to talk Road to our, bo- our booking agent, though. You know, we, yeah. have, we have high fees for our travel. We just need a lot of Nutella. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank yeah, you. Thank, you thank you so much, nice Alex. To meet you. That was Alex Martel of Amnesia Rockfest. If you're looking to travel to Quebec. Or if you're already there. Or if you live in Quebec. Yeah, June 23rd through the 26th. Maybe your favorite podcast will attend. Now that Rob has a car. Or the live cast will attend either. Oh. Oh, no, we're their favorite. I see what you're saying. (laughs) That'd be fun. We can go to a festival. Sid, would you do a music festival? Uh, do I have to actually walk around or could I just stay at one booth and not have to go anywhere? You could stay in the press pit backstage. There's okay. usually yeah, fans and that. water and, and couches. Buffet? Oh, yeah. There, there sure. would be catering. Mm. I mean, if all of these bands are going um, to Montebello like, like, and, and he's been able to do this for all these years, I'm sure that he treats them really well and a part of that is craft services. Okay. Or we would at least demand craft services for our backstage area yes. which, we're, which we're giving ourselves yeah. <laughs> well, you should start working on the rider now yeah yeah uh so let's see here so i wanted to talk about uh did you guys see the story about five finger death yes oh. of course not Fantastic. sorry i don't get google alerts for them i get metal injection i would never click open a five finger death punch metal injection story unless there was a typo in the headline and i wanted to Spell check you. <laughs> well, the so band... Oh, wait a minute. Right. Hold on a second. Uh-oh. I'm sorry, Rob. Before we get to the five-finger death punch, Rob had an amazing oh. typo this oh. week mm-hmm. that um, Sid and I think it was Josh yeah. Yeah. on Twitter pointed out. Uh, I wrote the, the panic Prince, I had. Prince died at age uh, 75 <laughs> yeah. when I was 57. And I see that tweet go up and I'm on Gchat with Rob and we were just talking and then he posted that. I'm like, Rob, typo alert, Rob! <laughs> and he didn't respond. I'm like, dude! I texted him. I texted him. The internet him. is going to fucking destroy Here, you. Hurry! I kept it. I saved it. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> it just proves uh, one thing. Yeah. I am dyslexic. Uh, yeah. oh. <laughs> I love that Josh was like... Um, 57. Come on, Raba. 
And then Chuck goes, might be the worst typo crime of Rob's career. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was. And then what was it, Josh, that said the Chino Chi Deftones thing oh, was yeah. worse? That oh, was, yeah, that was probably worse. <laughs> yeah, koalas. <laughs> no? But that was, that was wasn't funny. a, yeah. yeah. But that gave me a nice trouble. Oh, we have drama. a caller, 818, what is the worst typo you ever made? <laughs> typo negative. <laughs> He's Hello? To us. Yes. Hi. Metal Injection. Yes. <gasps> Hey, this is uh, Max from Los Angeles, California. Whoa! Maxim, как дела? Привет! Хорошо, спасибо. А у вас как? Нормально. Нормально, потихоньку. So great to finally hear from a long-time listener, Max, hater of Mongolians. Oh, come on. No, 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 it's okay. No problem. They just, uh, their language is, you know, like scary. But they're good people. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So, uh, how are you? We're good, Max. We, we, we were just about to talk about Five Finger Death Punch. I don't know if you saw... How do you saw- feel about oh. that band? Yeah. Are you a fan? Uh, I like their first album and second album half. And rest, I'm just on... It's like too commercial. <laughs> too, well, that's funny well, that you should say that because their label is suing them uh, because apparently... Uh, their front man is getting in a lot of trouble. You know, he had an onstage meltdown last year. There's this uh, yeah. video footage. It was it was so unprofessional. Like it was, it looked like the band broke up on stage, uh, and then he's been uh, hospitalized. He, they had to cancel a tour. All of this stuff, and now the label is saying that they're that the band is shamelessly attempting to cash in before the anticipated downfall of their addicted bandmate. Mm-hmm. And that uh, the music is subpar, and they're well, not even like. Uh, they're, wait, let me let me see their. So exact... are they saying if you're going to cash in, at least have better songs? Like, what is the label's gripe? <laughs> I don't understand. It's hard to side well, with Five Finger Death Punch, yeah. but they're making a good. Case. I think they're saying that they're trying to push out as many albums as possible to get through their deal to get all of their advances. It's not like even though the quality of the music has declined. Do you think Five Figure Death Punch fans know what quality music is? No, they're, clearly they're not. not. Yeah. The label said that the band sound is getting stale and needs more creative input. Yeah. Good luck. Was it replace stale every number to begin with? Anyway, what like, label is this? Prospect Park is the label. The fuck? What? It's like a small, it's a small it's a few boutique. trade stops away from here. Yeah. Who else does this yeah, label yeah. have? It's so funny. Like I always hated them because all the all the songs that I heard was like uh, commercial ones. You know, like you know the ones that videos are like five videos. Like I didn't like none of them. How does it go? But like, yeah. But when I uh, when I listened to first wait, wait. record, I was like, wow, they had good songs. You know, back then. Like, what happened to them? You know, how I come? Can't. Like they had pretty heavy, like groovy songs in first two albums, but. Now I, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not surprised actually because I heard it. I read it today in the metal injection on the news yeah. about that, and I was not surprised to be honest. And the thing that I happened want to ask you, Max, what, 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 were, what was like the was, first song, Max? What was the first song where you were like, uh, "Oh, this is they're selling out." Uh, well, you know when when I uh, I think American Capitalist record when I put it on. Uh, it was like, oh no! I think that, that no, I that's it. Like uh, the second album, uh, was the, the answer is okay. You know, like fifty-fifty, but third one was no. It... And all these videos, you know, like they're good songs. Like Ashes is a good song, and the very first Way of the Fist, I think it's pretty like good songs. But they're lost. If you go to YouTube, you put five into this punch, all that comes out, some you know, not really. 
metal song. Wait a minute, hold on, you know? hold on. They have an album named American Capital. They're telling you in the title what they're doing. <laughs> well, no, it's about capital. It's yeah, but they're capitalists. Social. They're like the, making just songs to make money off of. Which is your? What, would you do? You have a favorite Five Finger Death Punch song? What's their yeah, hit? Yeah, it's Ashes. It's the very first song from the very first album. How does it go? It's like it starts with double bass, you know. Sing it, a sing a little. Pretty cool, groovy. Can you, uh, hum, can you hum, life, hum the riff? Uh, I'm sorry. Can you hum the riff? Mm, uh, no, <laughs> I mean I can, but uh, I'm just uh, You're shy. Shy, shy, shy. <laughs> do it, do it. Sorry, Come no one. On. Well, let's take no, him off the air, and he can do it. Okay. Ready? Hold on, Noah. No, Noah, yeah. take his call off private. Okay, just you're off. It. You're you're on mute now. You're, you're on mute now. Only we can hear you. Okay. Uh, no, I no, I can't. Even if can, just the four of us. What if okay. Darren took his shirt off? I, I, I can, can I can tell it? I can tell the lyrics. Okay, how my. Do, what, how do the lyrics go? Rob's gonna cue it up. Where like, Darren? Everything I I touch turns to ashes, falls away, falls away, something like that you know. Max, my shirt is off now. Will you do it? I'm in my underwear. No. Noah's in her underwear and my shirt is off. No, 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 no. Sorry. Sid is eating a carrot cake. Oh. It will sound stupid. See? Oops. Sorry. <laughs> this is, is this oh, it? Oh, you mean oh, oh. You know how the, the, oh. the song starts? Padonak. <laughs> Max, oh, you're the, the song starts with a shout. He's like shouting. Hey! 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 Be the... This is it. Do you hear it? Can you hear it? Peace, Yes, yes. Zaraza. Zaraza. Yablaka. Yablaka. Klubnika. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Samalot. Oh, you know what? Some guy kind of thing. Groom metal. Cool. I like Noah that you said airplane as if it was a curse. <laughs> I said strawberry. Yeah. Is this the chorus? Sing along, come on, Max. Yeah, all right, that's enough. Five finger death. Yeah, yeah, this is this is yeah, pretty good. You know. Can we play? Uh, can we play a game? I, I want to listen to old Five Finger Death Punch and new Five Finger Death. And see Punch. if you can tell the difference. Yes. Well, that's old Five Finger Death Punch. Spoiler alert. Let's geez. hear it. Not really a game, but I just I can't believe that it's that different. That the label would have a pro. It, it all sounds okay, the same. Here. Max, can I ask you a quick question? Who do you like more, Five yeah. Finger Death Punch or Ala Pugachova? <laughs> Uh, no, five things that's punch. Like I said, uh, you know, the first uh, like one album and a half is good, really good. Like the first album, I'm listening always. It's like gives me like power, you know, energy and stuff. But better than the third Ala Pugachova record? Come on. Sid, can you sing Ala Pugachova? Can you sing, or can we do a mashup? When the first concert, really, probably the first concert. Yeah, you know what? Really, it was. Oh no, no. Is this butthole surface? What is this? This is it, Darren. This Godsmack? New fucking So bad. It sounds the same to me. Yeah, it's like a little slower, but it's the same. I'm kind of defending Five Finger Death Punch because I don't think the label has a real gripe here. Right. It's hard to get shitty when you start out shitty. Yeah. It's like, how do you tell the difference? It's just like, bad company. <laughs> 
What is this? Oh, now? which, this which Five Finger Jura? Death Punch song is this? This is off the new album. The Max, new Five can Finger you name Death. it? Yes, yes, yes. Um, sorry, say it again, please. Can you name yeah, this yeah. Five Finger I'm Death start, Punch song? It's starting right now. Oh, oh no, no. I see this. I like better. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Yeah. I swear I was just oh, laughing so hard I got lightheaded. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Sing it, Alan. Yeah. Do you know this, Max? Can you sing along? It's too commercial. I love Max's reactions. Oh, yeah, yeah, duh. <laughs> Can we play her uh, her duet with Bora Grenetchkikov? <laughs> that one's great. Oh, uh, yeah, I know this one. Sing it! Sing it, you're off the air, sing it. Let's hear it, Max. I'm sorry? Let's hear you sing it. Uh, one second. Oh. That was great. Man. I just know one phrase from the song. Million, 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 million. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Do a sing it with the music now. I'll go back. Million, million. All of us. Yeah. What's she saying? Uh, million red roses. Yeah. Million red roses. Oh, from Pro Flowers. Yes. It's used the code metal. Million, million red flowers from proflowers.com. Promo code metal. Promo code metal. Other now for Mother's Day, it's right around the corner. <laughs> Max, so you live in Los Angeles. What part? Is there like a Russian part of LA? <sighs> Uh, yeah, Russians live in West Hollywood, but I live in South LA because it's cheaper. So you're saying Russians live with like the gay guys in West Hollywood? Yeah, for some reason, you know, but it's not like community like Brighton Beach. No way. It's like they have Russian stores, like grocery stores, but and like Russian people with this, you know, angry face, but not like. It makes total like, sense because you have those restaurants with like those very flamboyant dancers and stuff, and I feel like the gay community loves that. So wait, Max, I so yeah, you've been I on, so. you've been on Brighton Beach, like you've come. Oh from yeah, Brighton? yeah. I used to live in. Uh, yeah, I used to live in actually. In Bay Ridge for one time, one period, and another in Bettenhurst and in Brighton Beach. That's where we all live. Seriously, I feel like he said this before. I don't remember this. Yeah, yeah, I lived in uh, Bay Parkway and uh, no, wait, Parkway and uh, Colonial, I think. You know, all the way down to where this like it's like uh, like very close. Wait, Colonial and what? There is no Bay Parkway in Colonial. Bay Ridge. No, 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 no. Parkway, uh, Bay Ridge Ridge Parkway, I think, in Colonial. That's like literally. That's like a block or two away from where we are right yeah, now. It really yeah. is. Yeah, Jesus. Black Owls Park, I think it's called. Owls Head it's Park. It's like on the hill, a really beautiful park. Yes. Owls Head Park. So wait, wait, why did you move to L.A.? Uh, music, to do like music and stuff. Oh. So what do you do? Yeah, I I actually, I wanted to ask you if like one is going to be like the uh, Thresh It or Trash It uh, thing so I can like show my stuff. You know what, Max? Yes. yes. For you, we're going to do a Thresh or Trash It right now because... Yeah. We're we oh. you're a big fan of the show. We're and, a big fan of and you. We're a big yeah. fan of you, exactly. Thank you so much. So I, I can send you uh, uh the link, yeah, on uh, yes. uh YouTube or SoundCloud? Yeah, yeah. If you're in the chat room, you could do it there. Mm-hmm. Or, no, I'm not in the chat room. Uh, maybe I can send to a like, Facebook page or Twitter. 
Uh, Twitter. Do you want to email me? <laughs> if you email hate mail at metalinjection.net right now, we could we could do an impromptu edition of Thrash It or Trash It. Thrash It or Trash It. Thrash It or Trash It. No, no, say it sexily. Thrash it or trash it. Thrash it or trash it. So thrash it or trash it. For newer listeners, we're going to listen to a minute, maybe a little longer, of of Max's band. And then we're going to decide, each of us to decide, if we like it, we will thrash it. If we dislike it, we trash it. Mm -hmm. And then if all of us thrash it, Max gets a prize. Pretty simple. Okay, cool. And by the way, the other three of you guys, please do not thrash it just because you like Max. Oh, no. No, I like Max, too, a lot. I think Max is a great caller and a great... I think it's only fair that we tell him the truth. Be brutally honest. If it's good, that's fine. If it sucks, you got to tell him the truth. Thank you so much. Uh, What is the the mail story? Hate mail at metalinjection.net. And that goes for anyone listening. We have a few uh, uh, pieces of hate mail that I'd like to read oh. later on in the show. Some Sounds some good, good reader really? or listener mail. That's awesome. Is it real hate mail? No, 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 no. Do we have any hate mail though? No. I wish. Okay. Uh, we actually have another tra- thrasher or trasher request to the hate mail account. Okay, but we're going to get to Max first. Yes. We just need you to okay. send that email. Go ahead, focus. Mm, so yeah, I'm sending it right now. Okay. What's the name of your band? Uh, Light of Disaster. Light of Disaster? Yeah. Okay. okay, it's not Light Up Disaster, which is his be name in high school. <laughs> <laughs> that was his sneakers. Uh, his sneakers were Light Up Disaster. Is it Liza Disaster? Because that's Rob's drag name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my no, drag, I, I already came up with my drag name. It's Actually, Peca- I... Pecan Pie. Liza really? Disaster, can I steal that as my wrestling name? Sure. Cool. It'll be better though to wait until Max's band blows up, and then it'll be like a pun. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So wait, your band is Lies and Disaster? Is that it, or what is it? No, no light, light, like light, light, like light. How do you say light in Russian? Svet. Uh, Svet. Yep. Okay. Svet of right. Disaster. Svetana. Svet- <laughs> That's sour cream, buddy. <laughs> uh, so wait, wait, what? Did you receive it? I'm sorry. Uh, did you receive the mail? Yes, yes, I have it. The track oh, is called cool. Bleak Empire, right? Yes, yes. All right. And now yes. we will play a rousing edition. I'm aroused. <laughs> of, of, of Thrasher Trash. Here we go. Here's Max's band. <laughs> Wow, that's pretty good. I'm already loving it. I'm liking the synth. I was very new. Max, I was expecting it to be a little more metal-oriented. I I thought it would be uh, rock or at least rock or metal. I'm pleasantly surprised. What genre would you say this is, Max? I'm sorry? What genre would you say this is? What genre would you say this is? Which one? Is that you on vocals? Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, you're not playing it yet? Yeah, well, this is it. Yeah. Oh, no, you're playing I think I know the, the words to this. This is great. No, I just checked it. You're playing out for the show. Are you sure this is in your band? This is the file you sent me. Yes, I'm on. No way. Yeah. This is like her Inter Sandman, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is Allah's big hit. 
She's over singing. This is like if you ever go to a Russian restaurant, this song will be played. Also produced by Bob Rock. <laughs> no, <please help. laughs> Bob Rakovich. Ala Pugachova does not sing this song anymore because it's like too cliche to even sing this <laughs> yeah, song. Yeah, she's over it. Yeah. She's old. She's like 75 or something. I don't think she can. Same age as Prince. What are you, an ageist? <laughs> All right. Okay, let's, you're a good sport, Max. Let's play your band for real. Let me. Let's, yeah. Pause Ala. Here we go. What do you play in the band? Singing. I, I do everything like myself. It's like one man band. Oh, wow. Holy wow. shit. You do them all at once? Like yeah, the guy in the like subway? The cymbals strapped to his knees. All right, well, this is a bit over a minute. Well, Max, I'm going to guess your influences are Soil Work, At the Gates, In Flames, those kind of bands. Is that accurate? Definitely. Soil Work is the best band. They're, like, so good. I just wonder why they're, like... Uh, so like not popular, you know? Yeah, Rob. The, the metal. We we give them plenty of. Did we have somebody from Soil Work on the show? Yeah, we had yes. the drummer. The lead singer looks too much like Billy Corgan. That is oh. the problem. But he doesn't sound like Billy Corgan. Uh, he sounds much better. I agree, Max. I think Soil Work is a wonderful band. Yeah. Uh, you know, they have only 600,000 600, likes on Facebook. It's like so little, you know. I know. They deserve more. Like their last album is like masterpiece. You know what it is, honestly? Like, I, I've talked to this with, with some friends. I feel like they, they kind of just miss the boat publicity-wise, and they could never really? catch up to their contemporaries. Like, they never got as much press as In Flames. But why not? Or At The Gates. I don't know. It's just it they just, never... It works out for some people. It, just, it doesn't yeah, it just for never others. happened for them. But they have careers. I mean, they're living. You so, know? Max, yeah. do you play shows? Like, if you're a one-man band, how do you... Like, what do you do with that? No, I, like, I wanted to, like, form a band, but, like, people are so late back in LA, you know, like, it's, like, long distances, everything is expensive, like, to pay so for a scooter, right. it's, like, 600 $700 a month, and people don't show up, you know, and you're, like, right. but wait, <laughs> you know what I mean? Wait, so you, first you said you moved to LA to do the band, but now you're saying yeah. the thing that's holding the band back is that you're in LA. <laughs> So uh, I'm confused. It's expensive, and people are always back. You know, like people don't want to like like uh, professionals. 
they want money uh, to play. For example, professional drummers, like, they hit up and they're like, oh, this much, this much, this much, you know? Right. So basically, the level of commitment that Max is looking for is hard to find in, in, like, collaborators and players that would play for free. Shouldn't you have had this figured out before you moved across the country? Uh, I'm sorry? Shouldn't you have had this figured out before you moved across the country? Jeez, what are you, mom? Yeah, seriously. She's probably thinking the same thing. Where is your mother? Is she back in Brooklyn? Maxim Pukachova. Yeah. No, 75 I, I years just, old. I never could think. I thought like LA is big on metal, but in fact, here like all like Silver Lake music, like hipsters and all this thing is like really big. But metal, you know, it's unfortunately in San Francisco is better, but in LA, no. Start, it's like why Metallica moved to San Francisco. But Max. no, I feel like there's a lot of metal. I Max. feel there's more metal uh, yeah, it, in LA than New York. Why don't, okay, so a lot of people listen to this show how you know can they get in touch with you like is your band on facebook and stuff like maybe we yeah. can oh, connect oh, you with yes, someone who's as serious it's, as you are it's on facebook twitter instagram just light of disaster uh it's easy to find i'm sorry what is the light the of disaster light of disaster are we gonna rate this yeah, so yes. let's thrash her. Who's I, I'll, I'll go first. I'll thrash it. I'm very impressed, Max, especially since you're doing all of Thank it. Thank you so much. Uh, it's such an honor. You know, I'm like such a big fan of the show. You, you know, your like website. It's like I always, every morning I like, wake up and read and it's really happy that you guys you gave me a chance. Yeah, no, Max, seriously, I'm very impressed. I was kind of a little apprehensive before we pressed play. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought it was good if I offer one, like if there was one thing that I, I wasn't exactly blown away by uh i guess the vocals a little bit like the the more like clean like lincoln park sounding stuff like when you're just kind of talking that mm-hmm. kind of was a but like not even that big of a deal mm-hmm. uh like it, it just if i had to give you a critique but i i enjoyed it and i think you, it sounds great and it, it's a great recording i was very impressed usually a lot of the stuff we get Sounds All right, shitty. leave some for the rest of us to say. I Rob actually stole my thunder a little bit. I was well. First, first of all, I want to say that I liked it a lot. It's in addition to being soil work and all that. It's a little bit uh, hardcore ish. I feel like with that catchiness and that like more. You know, are you picking up what I'm picking up? Like I, I feel think like it's just that sweet Gothenburg sound. <laughs> Everything has to go back to Gothenburg yes. with you. Uh, but what Rob said is 100% correct. You need to ditch that part of the song with the with the David Draymond type, uh, you know, <laughs> oh, I'm in a band and I'm singing very deeply. Now, that can go. Uh, Why well, are you ready to die? Are you ready to die? That shit, that's like crack. That was like, that heroin yeah. ran right into my veins. I wanted to run around the yeah, room. Yeah, that hook was that great. Great yeah, hook. That was a great Re- hook. Repetition. You got the, the system of a down uh, secret to make songwriting is say everything 110 times in a row. <laughs> if it's well done, it's very catchy. It's awesome. The second criticism that I would give you, and this is a minor nitpick because I want to reiterate that I really loved it. It was great. Uh, the name of the band sucks. Light of Disaster is uh, not not a good name. It sounds like a new metal band. Yeah, yeah, and not even not only that, but it just sounds vague. It just says no. There's no. It just like something that's sort of pseudo cool and doesn't really mean anything. I don't know. Maybe it means something to you, but I think it sucks. Everything else about this song, except the Draymond vocals and that, fantastic. Loved it. Could have could have been just that part on a loop, and it would have been great. So are you gonna thrash? Super thrash it. Thank you so much. Max, is the name of the band a reference to the tragedy in Chernobyl? 
no, no. It's just because mm. if you had said that, we would all shut up. I just like it how it sounds, you know. No, in, in Ukrainian, with uh, Ukrainian, maybe accent, Russian accent, it sounds cooler maybe than it was English. If you pronounce it, I don't know. It just sounds cool to me. And then, come on, he's trying to explain the name of his band. You're playing Ala Pugacheva. Come on, Rob. I'm terrible. <laughs> so, serious right from now. light of disaster to the light of my life. <laughs> Yeah. So Sid, what do you say? That was a huge thrash. I was I was blown away by how polished that sounded before you even oh, told God. us that that was all you. Yeah, it's crazy. Agreed. I'm really impressed. Thank you so and much. I, I, with Sid, I didn't expect seriously because I know that Sid kind of is it's harder to find something, you know. It's true, <laughs> like, but he likes. I mean, you you were a fan of In Flames. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, definitely. So it, it's the type of metal that he yeah. he enjoys. So you you you, you got in just. There's right. an actual song there. Yes, and an intelligible vocal. Yeah. What did you think of the solo, Sid? It sounded good. The production was so good that I was okay with it. it it's, not a, it's not overdoing it. Yeah, like, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't overly like three done. minutes long. You weren't trying to overcompensate with anything. You were just putting together a song and just like going with it. Um, I would agree with what Rob and Darren had to say with the clean vocals. Like, I don't think you should get rid of them. I just think you should change them up a bit. Like, I, I think I, um, I think I can understand what you were going for since yeah. you like soil work. Um, and I think that you're like almost there. So um, I didn't really want to say it, but I kind of agree with Darren also about the name of the band. But since mm. you're still looking for other people to work with, maybe that's something that you guys can collaborate on. I thought the production was top notch. Yeah, I would like Very. the vocals raised a little bit more so I can hear them. But the the opening riff and stuff is still like stuck in my head. So I uh, mega thrash. And no, what do you, think, so what do you think of the artist's photo on the Facebook page? You're a very handsome man. You're a handsome Maxine. man, Maxinski. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one other, one other like light critique I would say, Uh-oh. light of disaster critique, uh, light of disaster critique is maybe try not to sound so much like soil work. Uh. Like, like mm-hmm. try to go for something a Why? little more Why? Maybe original. he'll be the successful yeah. soil work. Yeah. Well, You're right. You're right. And out. all bands do succeed by copying another band's yeah. sound, a less successful band sound. It worked for Kill Switch and Game. I thought he put a twist of his own on it. It didn't sound exactly like It didn't, it didn't like sound like a riff, but it was just very, yeah, like it was very obvious who, who was influenced. It's homage. Yeah, that's yeah. my favorite band. Yeah. Number one, number two, Machine Head, my favorite. So these Fair are my, my two favorite. I, I hear. So yeah, the, I Good mean, you job. know that. Yeah. Overall, though, like like I said, these are minor nitpicks. Uh, very, very impressed. And also good for you that like you know you're not being lazy. That you're actually like moving forward with it, just doing all the parts on yeah. your own. That's impressive that you have the motivation. A lot of people motivation. just give up. So good for you. Well, guess what? We got a four out of four, which yeah. means that Max won. Thank you so much. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> What did he win, Darren? I don't know. Rob, what did he win? How about this? Instead of a a free CD, how about your prize is I will write a post about your band Ah. on Metal Ejection, give you some free publicity. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. You won a brand new post. Better than a fucking CD that we have laying around here. But the catch is he can't spell check. Yeah, Rob's going (laughs) to... There's going to be so many typos. The typo's going to be Ala Pugachova. Uh, Oh, yeah, I'm going to say Ala Pugachova. That's the actual link to the audio. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> April Fool No, 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 no I'll, I'll, I'll legitimately write about it And yeah, very impressive Does you have other songs for people to go listen to though? I'll link to your socials uh, Well, I have another single coming out in two days uh, Great, and great just timing this, uh, Bleak Empire And another, uh, the previous one is called Reverse the Power 
also like the, the new because older stuff is like old you know not good but these uh, two songs reverse the power and bleak empire so far and Lincoln three Park? more coming soon bleak empire oh. so Russian. uh i forget what is a light of what light, light of, of disaster, disaster. Light of See, it's not memorable uh, so if you want if you live in la and are serious about heavy metal and want to be in a real heavy metal band. You're already getting responses from our chat, too. Yeah, well, just hit up it. Light of Disaster on Facebook, and then you can get in touch with Max. Max, do you still have family living in Brooklyn? No, no, it's just my uncles. My uncle, my aunt, and cousins. Okay. Uncle now, quick question. What's your favorite kielbasa? Uh, kielbasa? Uh, uh, what is it? Servalat. Uh, Servilat. I've heard is of it. it. What, what kind of... I've never had it, but I've heard of it. I know it's... I think it's a it brand like name. Pieces, uh, pieces of, like, fat, you know. Mm. It's cool. <laughs> I got one more Is it like question. a salami type thing? Or or, or it's yeah, just yeah, salami? It's hard to explain really the taste. Okay, and how do you feel about Holodiets? Are you okay with Holodiets? Have you tried it? No, 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 no. This is terrible. This <laughs> Thank is <like> you. Yeah. <laughs> See, not all Russians. Oh. Uh, by the way, Olive Pugachova is my favorite sausage. Mm. <laughs> uh, and you're her favorite sausage. I want too. to ask you. I'm a married man. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, uh, what is a five-finger death punch minus four-finger death punch? Oh, I know, I know, I know this thing. <laughs> I know that I'm going to answer, and you're going to handle me, but... Okay, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much again. Say yeah. it. <laughs> I think he talked Adin. Uh, Adin. Adin. Oh, he said it. Oh, man, he did say it. Oh, thank you, Max. Sorry, I, I just... Too, too Max, if you're ever visiting your aunts and uncles in Brooklyn again and you're in town, let us know. Maybe you sit in oh. on the show. Yeah, I'd love uh, to meet Max. We'd love to have yes. Max on the show, for sure. 562, you've been calling in this whole time. Who are you? <laughs> hey, it's El Duderino. Hey, Sorry, what's up, Duderino? Sorry, I don't really have a band to contribute, but the story has gone by so long. I don't know how we've not talked about it. The story so far, him drop kicking the selfie girl. Didn't off we talk the stage. about this? I can't believe it's been like four years since the Prague incident, and now we already got Randy Bly copycat. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Except, oh, did we? D- I don't. We. I'm pretty sure we talked we about did. this I like two yeah. weeks ago. Did we? I don't know. We might have been oh, off the air, but I think what we all contentively agreed on was everybody's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The girl shouldn't have been on stage, but he should not have dropped. Yeah, her. you that shouldn't. Was- Assault your fans. You should when you're a pop punk band. You guess should what? Your, your fans, fans to are going to take. Yeah, yeah, they're going to take selfies with. They're going to want to take selfies yeah. with you. That's the type of market you're yeah, drawing. You so you mad. can't get mad at them or be like this super hard. It's like dude. if you sign Five Finger Death Punch, the albums they give you are going to suck. <laughs> if you if you are in a band that sounds like the story so far. Your fans are going to be douchebags. Right. That's and it. it. And, all, it's and like, girls. And yeah. the, the thing is, it's like, look, you don't want people on stage? Get security to not allow people on stage. Mm. If somebody comes on stage, you do not take a running start. This guy took a running start yeah. and dropped really? like Like, Jesus. jump kicked this girl yeah. in the back. What a yeah. And it's like... Bring, she could have broken her neck and died. Bringing Double. up the Randy Bly yeah, thing. Yeah. It's like, this, this could have ended so <laughs> much worse. So wait, you added a new dimension to this that I didn't know about. So did do they generally allow people on stage but he just drop kicked her because it was a selfie because it was a selfie yes, right not because she was on stage no they were right. allowing that's a hundred times worse there were plenty of people on stage he only drop kicked the girl who took a selfie. Oh. which okay look 
not I'm not defending him. He's wrong. But this girl was so unprepared. She yeah. got up on stage, climbs up, takes out her phone. Like you would think she would have it ready to take the photo. It yeah. almost seemed like she then, was doing a video and not even a selfie because yeah, she was standing there for a while. You're right. You see, but you're how just, is she supposed to crowd surf to the stage and holding her phone? It might like fall out of her hand or someone might snap it. She's too busy covering her tits and pussy so she doesn't get sexually assaulted. I'll tell you assaulted. what should have been done. <laughs> this guy from the story so far, Randy Black, can learn a lesson from Tony from Municipal Waste. I saw them do a show in January and they tried to take selfies on stage. Tony just slapped the phone out of their hand. Okay. Yeah. Much better alternative. Yeah. Sure. He could have easily done that. All right. Or uh, just take it and keep it. So you get this after the show, just like in school, if you get in trouble with something, and get it after class. That works. All right, Dude yeah. Well, uh, anything else before we uh, won the shit out of you? <laughs> um. <laughs> since summer slaughter's coming up, um, I don't. I know you hate it when people be program directors, but would you get some like guests from uh, that tour on the show, like Corpse Grinder or like Carl Sanders from Nile? That could be cool. Well, Carl Sanders, I think, would be a little too serious, but Corpse, Corpse Grinder, Corpse Grinder cool. definitely. We're definitely going to have him on the show, is what you're saying? Uh, well, if his schedule permits, no, I mean, just there's a, a there's a good chance. Sure, cool. yeah. What I other mean, bands do you like on that bill? <laughs> Um, let's see, uh, Revocation's awesome, don't really care much about Christian, I think Gorguts is gonna play, they haven't sneaked them yet, but, okay. I don't know, that'd be really awesome if they did play. Alright, well yeah, we've interviewed all those bands, but we haven't interviewed Corpse Grinder, so we'll try to get him. Yeah, Corpse Grinder, big pro wrestling fan. And kudos for uh, using the correct... Oh, awesome, you're on the squared circle pit. Correct uh, past tense of sneak, by the way. Sneaked, mm-hmm. and not snuck. Snook? Mm. Snooky. Snooky. Snook. Snook. Okay, bye. All right, thanks, Tudorino. Come out and So we have some voicemails. Let's go through them right now. Okay. Come on, May. It's so oh, weird May. that he says that in that song. Come on, May. Who is he talking to? Kirk. Oh, okay. That makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> All right, let's get through these. That ain't Lars. You'd have to be on a stepladder. Come on, me. Come on, me. Come on, my foot. (laughs) Isn't that a DVD? Come on, on my roast beef. Oh, that's 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 China's China's DVD, yeah. Roast beef and a pickle. Well done, roast beef. Like crispy looking. Roast beef and a gristle. Like stale roast beef that's been out. And a little Vienna sauce. It's cool dry. Her vagina was not that roast beefy. Is her vagina handicapped? Or it ain't handicapped. (laughs) Well, now it is because it's dead. I like how Rob before was giving me shit. Oh, we can't talk about it. Now her vagina is stale and dry. (laughs) I didn't say that. Sid said that. I just said the roast beef was like when you leave it out. That's fine, though. I'm not not saying she's ugly. (laughs) She just has... But she is though. Some vagina curtain. I didn't think she was ugly. Curtains. She was. She wasn't like the Did most you buy attractive that Playboy? woman. I didn't buy it, but I looked the, looked at the photos. Sure. What in the to store? Completion. No, online. Store? Completion. Yeah. Did you look at? Yeah, the at the bodega. <laughs> <laughs> you came all over James Hetfield's foot after looking that. <laughs> I said, "This is not a library." <laughs> <laughs> all right. So here are some voicemails. I think this one is uh, from Josh. Well, we have one from Josh. Hi, uh, this is Donish. Oh, it's um, I just wanted to wish Noah a happy birthday. Oh. I hope she enjoyed the um, songs I played for her on the radio show last night. Um, I'd call in, but I have class tonight, so I'll be listening in the archive. All right, uh, have a good show. 
Yes, Donish has a radio show, a college radio show, where he spins metal music. Um, and I requested that he play some Falconer Mountain Men for me. So his he college did that campus, shit. Yes, his college. He's been campus. expelled. <laughs> <laughs> Poor taste. <laughs> Oh, no, we're going to get expelled now. Come on, Ryan. Yeah, this is what he played? Well, it's great. We, it's we a great trolled, song. We trolled his <laughs> college. Yeah, that's true. I'm just busting. It's like we rickrolled them. And uh, you can listen to Donish's show at radio.depaul. That's D-E-P-A-U-L dot E-D-U. What are we going to everybody fucking plugs here? <laughs> yeah, I like Donish. Donish he's a, a nice, nice guy. All right, he's, he's a nice guy. He show, shows on Monday nights at uh, 7 to 9 p.m. Central. Yeah, no big deal. Like on the home shopping network, a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that kind of warms my heart a bit because that's how we got our start in college radio. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that uh, we inspired him to start. To You're get welcome, into radio Donish. Show, so, <laughs> can I call into Donish's show and request yes! chat? I'd like to hear oh, some. I don't chat, know if Donish. you could do that on the college radio. I well, guess we should a, totally try to call his show. Oh, It'll just be all bleep. Yeah. My ooh, your ooh, a ooh, ooh. <laughs> my God, do we have a belief? I don't have a belief. No, I don't have a belief. We don't need a belief on this show. So catchy. I thrash it. They don't have Forever to ever thrash it. They don't have to change the name of their band. Did we ever end up having this guy on the show? No, he's a little unreliable. A little. I couldn't remember. And he's he like he he's such a publicity hound, and he like he loves me or he says he says does, so. Yeah. And I've seen I've met him in person, and he was. Very, very nice. Effusive. But just... Call him up right now. Can't. Him and Pete's Pizza Destroyer. Get them both on the line right and now. And Seth Putnam. <laughs> <laughs> that would be something. Yeah. If you could pull that off. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get... We got a few more voicemails. Uh, hey, Rob, Noah, Sid, Darren, Christina, Bruno, and Lola. Uh, this is Jonathan, um, a fan from Texas, just uh, calling in to your show. Um, been meaning to call in a couple of things I've been meaning to mention from a couple past shows. Uh, you guys had brought up, you know, what music have we got people into? And just want to let you know that from um, a music break that you guys did of quite a while ago when I was just first listening a few months back, whew, actually way last year, sorry, uh, you guys played Ghost um, uh, at Deus in Absentia off of Meliora, and that was the first time I'd really ever heard them. So really got me into Ghost, had me... Then so into them, I bought their whole catalog and then was sure to see them when they played Dallas here last year. And it was one of the best shows I've seen in a really long time. Uh, first show I'd gone to in a really long time. So thank you very much for that. And then um, you guys had mentioned some stuff about Utah. And I actually grew up in a suburb of Salt Lake City. So live in Texas, but grew up in Utah. And um, this is really going to date me, but you had that... Uh, I grew along from that band, Ethios, I think is their name. Sorry if I'm, I'm sure I'm saying it wrong. But Entheos. They were going to be in Salt Lake the night that their their album launched. And way back in 97, the Deftones were playing a club uh, downtown Salt Lake the night that Around the Fur launched. And you know, I thought, man, how cool is that that a band as big as the Deftones at the time, I mean, they're still big, but um, they were launching their second album and then they even did an in-store appearance right after that at a store there. So I know Salt Lake's a little sleepy town. I'm not trying to defend it, but it's a bit cooler than you think, and the shows there could be really great. So Sounds like anyway, you're trying to defend it. Anyway, love you guys' show. Keep up the great work, and I uh, can't wait to hear your episode. Bye. 
Aww. Well, thank you for listening. That, that warms He's our called us before. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're, we're hearing a lot, a lot of positive reactions towards the music break, uh, which, which kind of surprised us. So we were thinking uh, we're considering editing in a music break during the show so for the archive look out for we're going to do like a, a question on our facebook page tomorrow wednesday in other words what it would be is that we do the show if you're listening live without a break and then later on there'll be a break if you download it yeah 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 and so we're going to do a little uh, poll on uh, on the facebook to see uh to ask you if you if you want the music break back and if you guys all vote for it we're going to pump it back in. The Facebook is facebook.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. And uh, we have a few more voicemails. Do we? <laughs> That's that just great one. That was not a good one. Sorry. <laughs> Guys, Kevin, um, just wanted to see what's up. Hope you guys are having a good week. Um, also wanted to ask you guys um, what your guys' thoughts were on Mirkur and what he thought about if you guys thought she was more black metal or just atmospheric metal and whether you guys liked her or didn't like her, you know, what do you guys think about Mirkur? So, um, yeah, so love you guys and keep being the awesome people that you are and give Christina, Bruno, and Lola my love and so, <laughs> yeah, rock on. Okay, David. Well, uh, I'm pretty sure that that Sid and Darren, and possibly no, you guys have never heard Mjorkjör. No. I've heard the name, but I've never actually heard the music. She is a one-woman project, and I guess it's black metal, but I, I, I agree it's a little more atmospheric than black metal. So like I just wanted to... Uh, no, no, like atmospheric... In your butt. It's like <laughs> atmospheric black metal, I should say. But here, here's a little sampling of her music, so let me know what you guys think of it. Oh, it's very nice. Sounds a little like a, a light of disaster. <laughs> I like this atmosphere. Yeah, this is good. Now let's play some. When I uh, <laughs> I worked at a record store when I was about eighteen, and a friend of mine and I used to call other record stores and ask for things like jokingly, uh -huh. at, and then like, hey, "Do you have any Enya?" And the guy would go, "Hold on, Enya butt." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So here here's Mirkir. Mirkir. What does that mean? Where is she it's from? Danish. Oh. It means Danish? Mm. It means Danish. Look at it. Okay, that's a minute. Is there vocals? There is vocals. I think it's a made-up word. Can't be. Oh, no, it's, it's Sigur Ross has a song called Mjörkur, so it has to mean something. Well, it's, it's about her. So this is it. It's, it's cool. It's all right. Yeah. I think I liked it more before the vocals kicked in. I don't know. The vocals, uh, I was expecting much worse. I liked it better when it was Ala Pukachova. That's also true. That's that, yeah. Can we go back to that? I, th I, it's like, meh, boring. Well, since we're doing Thrash It or Thrash It's. Wh what are we doing? Thrash It or Trash It. Yeah. 
to the trash. I screwed it up, It's kind of hard to say sometimes. We yeah. did get uh, some heat mail from Nick. He goes, hey, Rob, I've been listening to, sh- to the show now for over a year. Oh. I haven't heard you guys doing a thrash it or trash it in a bit, and I really wanted the live cast opinion of my old band. We're no longer together, so this isn't for promotional reasons. I just really want to see what you guys think. Band is Fortune Favors the Brave, and the song is Martyrs. Okay. So let's... Let me just pause. Mel, <laughs> it's not Mel Kills? <laughs> Mel he tell, he tell. This is a bad sign. He says, fast forward. Yeah. Sorry, sorry about 118 because the Jeez. intro is really long. You're pronouncing it wrong. It's Mel Till. So, so he already addressed problem number one with his band. This is still the intro. Let me get to it. This sounds like a song already. Okay, keep fast forwarding. Can we fast forward to the end? And then stop it? Would it be fair to say this sounds like Meshuggah? Oh, yeah. 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 I didn't think you, you're all like more uh, current. Yeah, it was like very jam death for you say it, definitely. Well, okay, I'll go first. I am so over this type of music. Yeah. Like, it's just every band is... This is like the current flavor. Like, because it's so easy to put it all together with a Pro Tools session. So I'm not really a fan. Uh, if you guys were opening for Meshuggah... I wouldn't mind standing by the bar and watching Why would they do that, though? Why would they just have a sound alike open for them? If it's like (laughs) one of those shows where the venue has local Uh, openers to sell tickets. Fair enough. Not that Meshuggah would ask them on tour. So you're saying you can construct a very contrived set of circumstances (laughs) where you wouldn't throw up hearing this. So trash it. Okay. Uh, I'm not over this. I never liked it in the first place. Uh, It's awful. It's amelodic. Uh, I know some people are into that. I don't I'm mind not. the riffs; it's fine, but the vocals is it, what I like. The vocals are terrible, and but the it, lack of originality. It just I if so. I feel you want to rethrash it, trash it. Thank <laughs> you. I I just feel when I listen to this that it's like a jackhammer uh, hitting my eardrums. Mm. It's just not pleasant. I don't enjoy it. I like aggressive music. I like angry music. Uh, but I, I'm a, like maybe an old old school person. I like some sense of melody. Like even Slayer has melody. You know what I mean? It's not just this you know like yeah. just a cacophony of of different things assaulting you. So I very much trash this. Awful. Now I obviously don't listen to as much metal as you Rob so I'm not like Oh, I liked Meshuggah, and I haven't heard like a million soundalikes of theirs, so I'm not necessarily over this sound, but really all it is is a carbon copy, so it's hard. It's a well-executed enough carbon copy, but that's... Are you giving it a mild thrash? It's either... I'm like... It's 50-50 for me. You're either either 49 or 51. Let me be the contrarian and give it a 51% thrash. Ah, Not that it means anything for this guy anyway. My finger was hovering over the buzzer for the the whole time. I just, I didn't, I was, I'm not like, I don't hate it. I think for what it is, it's good. You know, like, I don't think the vocals are bad or anything Mm. like that. Like, it's, it's good and it's all in fun. And if you guys just get together to play 
locally or just to jam and, and hang out. If you're not really trying to make music a career, it's fine. It's passable. <laughs> Noah, uh, were you <laughs> listening to Ala Pugachova in your headphones there? But if you want to have a career like Ala Pugachova, yeah. you'll, I don't know, create something a little bit more original. What do you do? Thrash it or trash it? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I'm hey, going to... Sid picked. Okay, I'm going to... Except for the opening part, I'm going to thrash it. Okay. You can't accept anything. Come on. Come on. But Be, take a stand here. It's not like I ever have to like go to their show because yeah. they're not together. So you wouldn't go... Noah's okay with you guys as long as you stay the fuck away from This her. is yeah. a first in the history of this show. I dispute your vote. Oh. I, I think you're just being nice because you're nice by nature. We you're reject a good, your thrash. You're a good person. A, I'm giving you a compliment, but I dispute your excuse vote. Excuse me, It's a Darren. contested convention. <laughs> I am, you, you like the caller and you're being nice. I am naughty by nature. <laughs> not nice by nature. I'm changing it to a th- trash, and you can't stop me. Fine. No, no, no. I'm kidding. It's, it's a, not. It's, it's not thrash. worth fighting for. Fifty-fifty. So. We got two yes and two no. Well, yeah. Nick also said he just wanted to also say thank you to you guys for all the laughs and just being all around awesome. Oh, oh wow. Sorry, Nick. Except for Darren, because he. No, I'm just kidding. That's okay. The show. The show. I'll be the jerk. The show is definitely a bright spot on my 80-mile round trip Ooh, to work. What? Wow. Keep doing what you're doing. It definitely makes a lot of people happy. Cheers, guys. Well, cheers to you, Nick. Oh. Oh. And thank you for listening. And we love you in spite of your sugar Carbon copy band. Well, he's not in it anymore. Oh, that's so true. Even he got yeah. So, yeah, good, great, good, good decision. I and he knew that it sucked. I mean, he told us all the parts to skip over. Yeah. <laughs> or at least he knows our tastes well enough to know what we don't want to hear. Right. Uh, we have one more piece of uh, uh, listener mail. And again, if you want to send us listener mail, if you're too shy to leave a voicemail or call, the email is hatemailandmetalinjection.net. And I want to mention, if you want to leave a voicemail during the week, you can call our number, 718-303-2353, and it will go to voicemail, and that's how you can leave a voicemail at any point in the week, or or, or, or. you can Skype Metal Injection Livecast. That's our username. Just leave us a message that way. All right, so Kevin writes, hey, Metal Injection Livecast crew, can't get over my anxiety enough to ever call in. But I have been wanting to share my own experience with gentle nut tugging. <laughs> and I want to let Rob know I empathize completely. Well, great. thank you, Kevin. Finally. <laughs> Though not totally sure how it began, I think it started with a now ex-girlfriend and the tendency of her hands to always drift towards my sack. In bed, she'd cradle or fondle them while she went to sleep, and she Wait, would also. Well, Darren's like cringing. Right I not not in this part. I just know where it's going. Yeah. He's describing it as like very gently. Yeah, she this part. It. I'm just picturing in my head where it's going, and I know it, mm. it's cradle, fondle them, and she would uh, when she went to sleep, and she would also focus on them quite a bit when she was going down on me. The tugging eventually became tangled up with the sexual sensation physiologically, and I also began doing this on my own, and I've been doing it ever since. No, it doesn't hurt, nor has my sack grown in size. It's as healthy as ever. Sorry if this was a bit long-winded. No, Kevin, this was just the right... It was a long testicle. Yeah. (laughs) You really dragged it out. 
<laughs> if you will. So uh, there you go. I got a little backup. They really tugged on my heartstrings. On <laughs> the ball tugging. Every man should try it out at least once. That's what I say. Try it out twice because the first time it might be a little shocking. I'll skip it. I'll skip it. I'm not being morally judgmental Rob, anyway. You don't reach have over to. and tug on Jared's nuts a little bit. Do you want me to tug on Jared's nuts? He's got professional hands. I decline. I decline. <laughs> not because experience. it's you. I just my, my balls are very sensitive. That's and fair. It's, it's definitely something you need to get over to, to enjoy this. Like you have it. to, you have to get that. Like, like it's like a tickling sensation, right? Is that like you feel like you're tickling? No, or no. Like, the slightest feel? pressure on my balls uh, hurts. Well, how my do you balls. even like sit yeah. down? I mean, it's, yeah, like uh, I sit carefully. I, well, my balls are not that long that I'm sitting on them. Got tiny balls. No, I think uh, I don't have really big balls. So have you never like like sat down and I don't want to say like squeeze like hard, but like, I have sat down and hurt my balls before. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So I'm very careful. It's like uh, a mouse in a mouse trap. You know, you take the cheese once, uh, you almost get caught, you don't go back to it. <laughs> Fair enough. And uh, the, the mail continues. Huge fan of the show. I've been listening. Don't call him the mail. He has a name. <laughs> the hate mail, I mean. Oh, from oh Kevin. Sorry. Huge fan of the show. Been listening uh, since the middle of your second year. <laughs> When I discovered you guys on my Zunes podcast search, what? shut up, Sid. <laughs> yeah, the guy, the mail says that. Yeah, yeah, it's the not mail Rob. Says it. Under explicit, you guys make my week every week. Wait a minute, why are we under explicit? Why are we being Rob, censored? Zoom. Uh, we're under explicit because we we were just talking about ball stretching. Why does it how did Zoom know we were going to do that? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm. I saying. list us as explicit because oh. if you don't, and then someone reports you, you get. Taking no. off the directory. Well, fuck Zune then. Yeah, it's on, Zune. It's, we're listed as explicit on iTunes as well. Eat a dick, Zune. <laughs> That's why we're explicit. <laughs> Eat a Heard bag it. of dicks. And Eat chalad diets. Oh, <laughs> oh, too That's explicit. Mean. <laughs> uh, this PS though is uh, is uh, pretty amazing. Uh, PS, pull scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> Saw Noah on the opposite platform of Rockefeller Center, Forty Seventh Street, uh-huh. once, and I shouted her name, only to come to the conclusion that she wouldn't know who I was anyway. And so, as she looked to see who called her name, I hid behind one of the beams on the platform. Do you have any recollection of this, Noah? I vaguely remember that happening. Like, I, I remember someone calling, like, wait, did I hear my name being called? Like, I, I, I remember that a while ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why would you t- do that and then turn away? You don't have to recognize him. You can, he, once you turn around, he can just go, hey, I'm a listener. Yeah. Or, like, I she think- would have turned around and not recognized him and mm-hmm. not automatically been like, oh, that person I don't recognize must be the one who called my name. Yeah. She wouldn't have... Yeah, I wouldn't have figured out who you were anyway, but like, don't hide from me. Well, I think it was just like a very impulsive reaction that he No, an impulsive reaction would be him pushing me onto the train tracks when the train is coming. Oh my God. Just like. Well, I asked him uh, why he was so afraid. I did a follow up. I'm big on the follow ups. (laughs) And, uh, And he said he was not so much afraid, but just cautious. Uh, he writes, I'm sure she gets approached enough as it is and might have just wanted to get home from her commute. So I was trying to be mindful to someone who, though not a total stranger to me, I am to her. Oh, that's that's really fun. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe if you call into the show more often, you won't be a stranger. And then there you, you say, I don't know, no, I'm I trying to follow a, her home. I think in general, I like 
I like talking to people. I like meeting people. I just don't like them invading my space for too long. So if you come and you say hello to me, and then we have to take the train together for but three hours. But have you ever been different. recognized as Noah from the Metal Injection Livecast? Like in person? Um, I don't remember. So wouldn't that like blow your mind and make your day probably? Yeah, I feel no, like it would we definitely... Have, we've definitely been recognized together for the live Right, cast. but it's it's always like as a like runoff of Rob. Yeah. You get my floppy second. <laughs> like three times his ball sack. Yeah, three times his sack. Hey, you're a fan here. Grab my scrotum. But like, no, I, I have a dog and we walk around the neighborhood a lot and I talk to a lot of people and I like it. So I wouldn't opposed to it there's a post post scrotum uh abominable iron sloth bikini kill and ride girl punk in general ken mode curl up and die gojira and beecher to name a few are all dope and i discovered them all through you guys thanks Mm. for that too just building more of a case for us to bring the music back Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. those that's our uh, hate mail (laughs) that's our (laughs) belch That was Rob's Rob's stomach acid. Good times. Good times indeed. And so, yeah, we're winding down the show. Is there anything else uh, we wanted to discuss? Nope. We talked about China. We didn't really talk about Prince. Prince? Really? Well, what what do you want to say, Sid? I don't know. I I feel I want to know how Bob feels. We've had that guy Bob. Bob. Yeah, they like that time he was on our show. Like an hour and a half of the talk was all about Prince. That's like his favorite human. He must be shattered. Let me see if I can get get in touch with Bob really quick right now. Yeah, maybe we could do a little tribute. Even (laughs) in a state where he's capable of speaking. Oh boy, might be sitting shiva. (laughs) Is he Jewish? Does he do? Yeah, it's for a week. I mean, he might just be doing it as. Because he's that crushed. Are right. you calling him? Are you texting him? What are you doing? Yeah. Which I asked. I'm texting him okay. first. Oh. You up? That kind <laughs> of thing? An eggplant emoji? ASL. I already know his age, sex, and location, though. I don't need that. So, Prance died. How did you feel, Sid, when Prance died? Shocked. Agreed. I mean, he's only 75 years old. That's so he's young. Fi- <laughs> he's, actually, he's actually 57. Uh, Sid, not what the website I go to says. It's been fixed. I get all my, my Prince news from metalinjection.net. <laughs> I saw a uh, a great video uh, of Kevin Smith's. I don't know if any of you are fans. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah talking I've about the this. documentary thing that he yeah. was supposed to do. Wow, that was riveting. Riveting story about Prince. It seems every famous person has at least one crazy Prince story. Yeah, and I think the way he delivered it is, is great because he... It? Uh, it's, it's very long. It's 30 minutes oh. long. You should go check it out, but I'll give you the... Condensed version is that Prince saw Kevin Smith's movies or something somewhere and decided Kevin Smith should make a documentary uh, for Prince. So the documentary was going to be full of Jesus stuff because Prince is a Jehovah's Witness and he was going to follow him around on a tour and just record stuff and have Prince deliver this message of Jesus that he wanted to do. And Kevin Smith is in touch with this uh, person who is Prince's assistant of some kind and he's like, uh, Prince is asking him to do all these like weird things and and doing these weird things himself. And Kevin Smith's like, what, what's up with this? And he's like, well, let me break it down to you. Prince lives in Prince world. Prince is, you know, doesn't have any connection to reality. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
this is probably never going to be seen by anybody. He's going to record it, put it in a vault, and there's a hundred thousand things that Prince has done with other celebrities that are just in this vault. He's probably loop. got like three hundred albums worth of songs. Yeah, just, it's been said. Yeah, and, and it, he just has vaults of. He has enough music to release like two albums a week for like for the next forty years. Something like crazy like that. I saw. Uh. Oh, because he just—that's—he would record two songs a day for like years. But he also has stuff he's done with celebrities and stuff yeah. that's in there that's never been released either. Sex tapes, that probably. Well, he is Prince. Yeah, legendary. Yeah, I wasn't saying it as a derogatory no. thing. No, no word from Bob. Should I just try to cold call him? Ah, uh, that might be a bit much. I don't know. Bob I mean, Prince. you know him better than. We do. I don't know, you know how what? appropriate that Why would don't, be. You can tell him to leave us a voicemail. Mm-hmm. Or leave you a voicemail. Yeah, line it up. Something. You're right. The best Prince story I heard this week was uh, one of his junior high school teachers, I think, talked about how he used to never hand in homework. Okay. And she'd try to like scold him for it, and he's like, it doesn't matter. I'm going to be famous one day. <laughs> wow. Nice. And sure That's enough... Great. He was right. So, kid, that's a lesson to you, kids. If you don't feel like doing your homework, don't fucking do your homework. But then you got well, you also you have to be famous. motivated yeah, enough. Practice to, that guitar and every other instrument. Yeah, be, be, be one of the greatest guitarists of all time. Yeah. There was a metalhead like, why is a metal site writing about this? And it's like, have you listened to his music? Yeah, yeah like his music transcends genre. It's, he yeah. went full on more towards R and B later. Yeah. Like he Absolutely. was way more rock when he first yeah. started. He could outshred any metal guitarist. He's you know, brilliant. There's a lot of quotes being passed around, and one that I saw popping up a lot was Eric Clapton was asked once, what's it like being the world's greatest guitarist? And he would say, I don't know. Why don't you ask Prince? Yep. And that, uh, like, yeah. what higher compliments Seriously. could there be? Well said. Yeah. So. And that's the thing. He's arguably the best guitarist of the last, what, 30, 40 years? And that's not even the main thing he's known for. That's right. just, like, another thing he did. Yeah. It's crazy. I I shared something on social media, which I recommend everybody check out. There was like a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and and there was all of these legendary musicians doing a cover of George Harrison's While My Guitar Gently Weeps. Mm -hmm. And Prince did the solo, and he overshadowed all of these guys with the most awesome solo. Just like great, and also just amazing stage moves. He did this one move. He was so into the solo that he started leaning back so far <laughs> that a security guard had to step up and like catch him and push him back up, and he didn't miss a lick. Like he was so smooth with it. It was amazing. It was just pure rock and roll, Prince. And I think on the original version, it's Eric Clapton doing that solo, oh, okay. so that ties in even oh, more to the go. quote. I didn't realize Prince Eric, Eric Clapton so. played on that, right? I'm pretty sure that's right, right? I think. Um, I don't know. Top of my head. Because it's, Be- it's a Beatles song. They, yeah. they let him in there. Yeah. They were all friends. Uh, we'll, we'll we're all doing drugs and fucking each other's wives. I know that Prince uh, was one of the few people who turned down Weird Al to do a parody also. Well, yeah, Prince. I mean, it seems like he has a sense of humor, but maybe not I'm about not like He's, He d- would get offended if people like covered his music without his permission. Like the Foo Fighters released, what was it, a cover of Darling Nikki? Uh-huh. And he 
was mad at them. So when he did the Super Bowl halftime, he covered a Foo Fighters song without their permission. As like, I, in his mind, it was like a fuck you to them. Right. But Dave Grohl was like thrilled, like holy shit, Prince is doing it. Like, why would that be a fuck you? I don't. Prince is weird with that stuff. I you know he's, he very, gives, he's not on Spotify. Yeah, he gives people songs. Like he'll write right. songs and then just be like, hey, Sinead O'Connor, you should do this and become a superstar now. But it if if he hasn't voluntarily given it to you, hands off. Yeah, he's a weird guy. Can't fuck with the artist. Well, now you can because he's dead. Uh, You're right. Actually, the song features lead guitar by Eric Clapton, although he was not formally credited on the album. None of those Beatles could do that solo. Come on, that Mm. wasn't their game. That's like one of my favorite Beatles songs for sure. It's a good song. I'm a big fan of George Harrison's output in general. All the stuff with the sitar and the Indian sounding stuff. Yeah, all of his songs are are like. uh, the weirdest songs like the uh, here comes the sun it's not like weird but like a little trippier trippier yeah and then the trippy yeah stuff uh so anyway most people do agree that he put out the best post beatles solo album of any of those guys and what was that band he had that like super group with uh oh the traveling wilburys traveling wilburys that was that was really fun i think well he has just the 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 most artistic uh post uh Beatles catalog. But I love Ringo Starr. I love Ringo Starr's solo stuff. Did you say autistic? Or artistic. Oh. Jeez. He's the artist formerly known as George Harris. <laughs> the, art- <laughs> the artist. All right. Well, that's our show next week. We hope to have comedian man about town show businessman Dave Hill on the show promoting his, his new book. We're pretty sure it'll happen. He might be a, a little too Hollywood for a second week in a row, so we can't it's guarantee fine. it. But he said he was going to be here, so we're going to believe him. <laughs> and, uh, of course, you could follow our hijinks on Facebook, facebook.com slash Metal Injection Livecast, twitter.com slash MI Livecast. I am at Rob Injection. I am at Noah Injection. I'm at Bland Injection. And uh, Darren has a Facebook page. Nah, d- don't bother with that. Oh, Bob Bob is calling me. Can, oh. we, can we get oh, Bob yeah, yeah. on the... Yeah, let's get Bob uh, real quick as we wrap up. Quick tribute. How, what? Hold on, I'm going to... Skype? Just Skype him, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bob, is that you? Oh, no. Hold oh, on. well. Hold on, let me. No, no, for Prince. This is going to be the eulogy, hopefully, that we are all, we've all been waiting for. Uh, either there the eulogy go. for Prince or for our show. <laughs> Hello, Bob. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we're wrapping up our show, but we we just spoke about Prince. On, on the Metal Injection Live guests, which are on. And you are the biggest Prince fan maybe know. ever. So what are your, how, like, how did you feel when you heard the news? I mean, being completely honest, I, I didn't believe it at all. The, the first thing I found, you were actually the one who dropped it to me, by the way. Wow. Uh, I don't think that's something you should be proud of or anything, but. I, I figured you, know. you needed to know. Yeah, I mean, so what happened, it was crazy, because like, I've got my, my Prince crew, the two guys that I've seen them with 14 times. Uh, we just like talk about Prince, usually on a daily, sometimes hourly basis, like regardless of uh, what had just happened, you know, just talking about 
latest jams, memories, side projects, all that. And uh, they had texted me that there was a body found at Paisley Park. And, you know, knowing that he had just been hospitalized three days earlier, you would think that uh, logically someone would put it together that, that it could be Prince. That thought didn't even cross my mind, like not for a second. I, I never thought that this man could actually be mortal. Like, I'm dead serious. I just thought. I believe every word you're saying. He was never going to die. So it, I, I just saw that and I was like, oh, some like, you know, some young boy or something died at Paisley Park. Like, he was a guy that was larger than life. Yes. And, and, exactly. And what do you feel Prince's legacy will be? I mean, there, there's so much, dude. Uh, you know, I've been reading so many think pieces about about it. From I think Questlove did an amazing one. Highly suggest reading that. He just put out a really profound essay about Prince's legacy. But I mean, it goes beyond the music. It's about his performances, his his style, his. Um, what did Prince mean to you? Like everything. <laughs> Absolutely. I think he was the best performer, uh, musician of all time. You're never going to see someone like that again, too. You know, I mean, Michael was up there as well, but but he didn't play 27 instruments. Mm -hmm. You know, he didn't keep performing like like he would in his prime when he when he was 52 years old, like Prince did. Can I just also say something about, I mean, Michael Jackson really, uh, Prince never had a down period like Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson had four spectacular albums, and then after that, it was like a lot of downhill musically, and Prince was just almost always on the top of his game. Well, except like the entire decade of the 1990s, pretty much. (laughs) I mean... The Batman soundtrack was incredible, yeah. but uh, when he was when he was running his own record label and you know releasing tons of albums there, there was a lot of a lot of garbage. I was watching a, a BET Soul Marathon <laughs> with all of his music videos, and trust me, some of them. I mean, they're incredible. Like, all right, touche. From an ironic standpoint, but. Uh. Uh, yeah, there was some like he has like juggalo haircuts and some of them. Oh, no. <laughs> so you're a big fan. That's yeah. Aww. Yeah. That's final nice final thought is Prince Metal. Uh, I mean, I, I, I've also enjoyed reading you know some of the articles you guys have been putting out. Metal sucks about Prince being metal, and yeah, absolutely, dude, because he, he flew by his own rules. You know, he, he didn't follow any trends. He's a better guitar player than pretty much any metal guitar player ever. I'm sorry, that's a bold statement, but, you know, he's absolutely incredible guitar player. If you listen to, uh, which I highly recommend, he did a rendition of uh, Let's Go Crazy a few years ago. It was just a total sludge metal version of the track, just like really sludgy guitars, amazing guitar solos throughout. And he also was one of the first artists to use double bass, too. If you listen to it on uh, Darling Nikki. He's got this great double bass part. Sheila E., one of his protégés, she used to rock the double bass too. So, I mean, absolutely, you can say that he was metal. Look at how he dressed too. I mean, like, there's so many metal bands, you know, especially that came out in the '80s that were uh, trying to be as flamboyant as Prince, but they just couldn't pull it off. Agreed. 
You know, right. he, tra- he transcends all that stuff. He's his own genre. It's called Prince. <laughs> <laughs> well, when he passed away, like when the news finally broke, I thought of you and my heart broke for you because I know how much he means to you. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Well, thank you. I mean, now, you know, all you can do is just celebrate the man's music and his legacy and his life and his impact on people, not only uh, musically, but also personally as well. And anytime an artist comes around in any genre, obviously we've seen lots of them in the metal world, like, uh, you know, Dimebag and Lemmy, that affects people beyond just his music. I think that's something really special. And I'd like to think there's, you know, still going to be artists coming out who are able to do that, not just all these legacy artists. All right, Bob, we're going to let you go. One final question. How many princes could this could there be in this world? Uh, I mean, there's one, dude. Goodbye. <laughs> He's like, what? Did I get disconnected? Oh, God, that's Sorry, so I had, mean. He's I had to one. I know. You know what? We had to end it on a light note. All right, thank you, Bob. And, good, and goodbye to Prince. And goodbye, goodbye to, to the Metal Injection Livecast. We'll see you next week.